It's like your life is always stuck in second oons. <laughs> when it hasn't been your oons or oons or oons or even your oons. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for oons. <laughs> 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 I'll be there for oons. <laughs> like I've been there for oons. I'll be there for oons. Friends theme song. Classic. And then whatever the cutaway music was, it was always like some like like some like very light rock. Like something like that, yeah, like a very generic piece of it's actually outside the coffee shop where I've listened to like the full song before too. It's weird to hear like there's like a full like three verse structure song to that oh the Rembrandt's one yeah yeah I stayed awake because they were performing it on I think Conan or something and mom was like hey can you make sure to tape this because we didn't you know pre like there was internet but it wasn't like you could listen to a whole song on the internet yeah and there wasn't like a YouTube back then you could just be like what's the whole Friends theme song like so you still had to VCR it and actually like stay up till 1230 for them to play to and sure, tape it yeah play it and taped and everything like that was it worth it yeah, it was pretty good. I like that. It is a catchy song, yeah. as far as like a theme song. I'm shocked that more theme songs aren't like that nowadays. But like, theme songs nowadays are just like kind of uh, forgettable. I feel like they don't want to pay anybody to write like real theme songs. Well, so they just know, keep like, it like some in-house James Johnston type guy from like WWE, where it's like, oh, here's the well, same four songs well, over. Was the Rembrandt's like a big band? No. That, oh, I mean, that's by far their biggest song. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I assumed, like, I think that, I would assume that was the band that, like, uh, we're the friend song guys, and then, you know, we do But it I don't think they care them. enough now to have, like, an actual song song. Because I guess, what would be, like, I guess... Who wants to cut that? Who wants to edit it? I mean, Modern Family just has, like, a like a jingle. It's not, like, a song or anything yeah. like that. Which I'm sure they own completely. Yeah, and then Modern, or not Modern, uh, Big Bang Theory uses a they may be giant song I think it is but it's like something made for the show but it's not no like isn't it Bare Naked Ladies it's one of those shitty like hipster douche bands it's, I'll, there's some there's like uh, Constantinople came, or Istanbul came on the other day at the grocery store but I mean, they might be giant so I was like it's a pretty catchy song I'm not gonna say it's not like it's an awful song but you gotta say it's not like a hipster song like it's a song about nothing but a bunch of obscure bullshit I'm like ooh Particle Man I love Particle Man <laughs> oh Particle Man it's only watch out for Triangle Man though or no yeah. Triangle Man or Frying Pan Man Triangle Man's the bad one. Universe Man was a tough guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> Universe Man. All based off of the Tiny Toons adventure with Plucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's the it was so weird. They did one musical episode, and it had two They Might Be Giant songs in it. Yeah, well, one was Constantinople. Yeah. Which are both, like, 80-second songs. <laughs> yeah. They're barely songs. It is a bit of a strange one to it. But I think the it's definitely Bare Naked Ladies does the... And it's and the then, worst part of the show. Yeah, it's not like a memorable song. It's something you're like afterwards gonna be like, do 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 do. Thank God it's like tw- twelve seconds maybe, but it's still un- almost unbearable. <laughs> I'll still get out of bed to fast forward through it. I miss like good like sitcom theme songs because that's like almost like a part of like what made sitcoms fun back mm-hmm. in like the eighties, nineties, early two yeah. thousands. Like facts of life. Like if you yeah. take the good, you take the bad, you take, take the both, and then you have the facts of life. But the facts of the world. Never sees. Well, we they could it. We'll save that for the next. Yeah, episode. that's what are we doing? Cutting all this good <laughs> material. Well, uh, we should just do like twenty episodes in a row of like. It's like, oh, here's Perfect Strangers. Oons and oons. It's funny though if you go back and listen. Like ninety percent, it feels like of like ninety sitcom openings are like the same song. Yeah. Like if you took Step by Step and Full House and just switched the shows they played in front of, 
nothing would change beyond essentially like the line in the show that identifies it like mm-hmm. step by step i'm like isn't this full house but the song's like essentially the same like that yeah very like easy cafe rock well i mean when they essentially just stole the plot from the brady bunch you, yeah. you couldn't you assume there wasn't gonna be that much originality in it yeah but i mean it's the same thing i feel like a lot of those songs from like yeah kind of had the same it's thing. all very positive upbeat i'm sure it's one guy that Get did most of them out of every scene. what's the and I wasn't a big Growing Pains uh, fan at all, but that song... Uh, Is that the one, The World Don't Beat to the... Beat, or the world no, that's go? Facts of Life, I believe. Or not Facts of Life, that's... Um, what's the Gary Coleman one? Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Yeah, okay, that's right. Uh, oh, God, it's going to bother me. I, I almost Growing had it. Pains! <laughs> like an ounce on an ounce? Is that it? <laughs> With the wings of my ounce. Oh, shit. Rise and ounce! I'm just going to look up the lyrics real quick to pick it up. <laughs> you had a thought, I'm sure. Uh, no, yeah, I was bringing up Friends because I've been watching a couple episodes of it recently. And I was quick in mind, it's a pretty good show. I feel like a lot of people shit on Friends nowadays because they're like, oh, you don't want to be like a, a classic old sitcom like something like Friends is. And I'm like, Friends was a really good show. Like, it wasn't like astounding. I don't think it like, you know, revolutionized any any thought process when it came to, to writing a series like that. But I legitimately think there's some really funny episodes to that show. There's some solid ones. I bet if you, like, chained me to the floor and made me watch the entire run of the show, I'd probably hate it by the end. But there's oh, definitely yeah, some seasons. Any, like, I think he did the same thing for me in a Modern Family. I'd still be like, oh, turn this off eventually. Okay, here it is. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile don't waste another minute on your crying. I think I have heard it, but I don't. It's not one of the Rain or shine all the time. We got each other sharing the laughter and love. Sharing I think that's the part. Yeah, it's a good one too. The show kind of blew, but but I I uh, one thing I always liked about Friends it was it always had great Thanksgiving episodes. Gunter, oh yeah, the classic Gunter, just the surly coffee shop guy who hated everybody but Rachel. Yeah. And you were like, wow, I really assumed that guy was gay. Yeah. He really, because he definitely had that impression about him. Um, Highlighted hair and like, I think he wore like a queer vest most of the time. Very like, uh, snooty towards any of the other girls that came in and the guys too. I'm sure he got laid off that too. Yeah, I'm Gunter from Friends. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, probably. Fuck, probably Janice probably got laid off that. She's like, I'm Janice from Friends. Yeah, but she didn't sound that bad in real life. And she was kind of cute. She was. She had a decent body on her. Uh, I'd have been like, why is everyone, like, judging Chan? I'd have fucked her. I probably wouldn't have dated her. I mean, that laugh is what killed Like, that's the only real issue, but... I mean, then, I mean, fuck. And then every time she wouldn't, didn't she be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Chandler! Yeah, she had a bunch of annoying... Was it... Yeah, I guess it was Chandler she was dating. I saw an episode... And she'd say, like, snarky comments, too, every now and then. Like, she was judgmental and prissy. She had a bunch of, like, unattractive qualities. Yeah, it wasn't just that she had a bad laugh. She was also a little bit annoying. I saw an episode recently where she had dated Ross for a little bit. Like, oh, really? Ross like, Ross's it, comeback? It like, was Ross on the rebound, and he, like, fa- he met her and started dating her for a little bit, and she breaks up with him because she's like, you're just so annoying and <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and it's just him, like, huh. Like, it's like him, like, I gotta fix some shit up, and Janice is, is too annoyed by me to keep dating She's him. had enough of my shit after, like, two dates. <laughs> I, I love the show, and I was thinking about it recently, I was like, which one of the friends would I be? Because I feel Terry's obvious. Terry's like a Rachel mixed with a little bit of Monica. Yeah. Like, 
almost down to it. Because Terry was a big Rachel fan, too. I mean, yeah. we all know she saw Bounty Hunter in theaters opening yeah. day. Gigantic. tickets. Because she's a huge Jennifer Aniston fan. Saw it, sees every movie she's in. Yeah. Um, oh, was it on CD-ROM? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, what if we have to go back to that? Uh, but, I, you know, she was a big Jennifer Aniston fan. I feel like she fits a lot of the, the Rachel qualities to her. Mm-hmm. The positive and a negative. Successful, yeah. but, you know... I'm gonna let you finish that. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna come in here and help me out with this and find a kind of way to say it? That's just a little bit of a whore now. Um, <laughs> no, she just had, like, every so often, Terry's one of those, like, brain fart moments. Like, you know, I always remember the one story she was uh, with a boyfriend at the time, and there was a candle that she assumed was a candle, like a glass of a candle. She, like, looked for the wick, and she, like, tipped it over, and it was full of, like, sunny delight. She just spilled it on uh... the table. She's like, I thought it was a candle! Just moments like that. But again, she's very responsible. Good job. Good head on her shoulders. Doing a little cleanup here. Yeah. Terry's great. She's the best sister. Allie, look, I know I'm also like, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to dig up, get myself out of this hole. But what friend's character do you think you would have been? Well, probably a combination between Ross and Chandler. You can, you can just say, there's no Joey in there. <laughs> I want to say I'm most like a Joey. <laughs> <laughs> We're just lying to ourselves. I feel like I'm a little bit like you know. I don't maybe have his his womanizing talents, but you know, just being fun, lovable, drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, you're gonna put yourself in like the super hot category. I feel like I do. Like I feel like I am. Like yeah, how you doing? See, it's like it's like he's right there in the room with me. Yeah. I don't want to be a Ross. That's my greatest fear. Because Ross was the one nobody liked. They like, slebbishly and whiny. Yeah. Like annoying too. Super like, Jewy. Almost. Yeah. Like dumb like super smart but just like socially retarded essentially yeah. like just could not grasp certain things undateable at points like just the way he like come on to like i know i'm not great at pickup lines but even then i'm like oh like ross is one where he's like i like 13 year old boy haircuts or something like that yeah. like, it was like oh i pulled up a friend yeah, i mean chandler's not much better either like that's he's, the first guy when someone's like oh he's gay right <laughs> Yeah. There weren't there a couple episodes about that? Why, like, people, everyone at, would always ask, like, Chandler's gay, right? Something along those lines. And it was also that he was just annoying, too. Like, yeah. People were like, hey, he tries to be the funny one, and if someone else is in the room is fire than he is, he gets angry and shitty about it. Like, he tried to, I heard he tried to take credit for the way he talked. Like, could that be any more annoying? Yeah. It was just something I'm kind of glad to not persist throughout the like after the 90s it got wildly douchey i mean i'm sure it was all the rage for at least like three or four years oh yeah well everything from that show that show was like ridiculously influential at the time like the rachel i remember that was the haircut like her Mm -hmm. haircut at that one period of time yeah was like it was like sweeping the nation everyone's getting the rachel Mm -hmm. i was like what is that bit of a haircut i mean that was the point of the show where courtney cox that's one of those things guys don't care about but women are like, oh, she's got the Rachel. And I'd be like, uh, yeah, she looks like she washes it. Yeah, it looks like she's got a great ass, too. Let's focus on that. <laughs> Boom. But no, uh, well, I was on a tangent there, but uh, Monica was definitely the hotter of the two in the early the, seasons. Until she got too skinny, yeah. By, like, but the like, fifth season, it was... But yeah, I'd say she was definitely the hotter one first. Yeah. It's definitely funnier, too. She had a fun character to her, too, like, uh, being ultra-competitive. That's the side I think goes yeah. into Terry, like, ultra-competitive kind of side. It's one of my, it was one of my favorite parts of the show, where, like, her and Ross interacting, and, like, because <laughs> wasn't he still, he was technically the older brother, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he? the older brother. But he was still, like, the little annoying sibling in the relationship, like, oh, there's Ross whining again. Yeah, well, he was always such a fucking, like, a fussy bitch about <laughs> shit, and always 
always kind of like Debbie Downer. Like one day after is another failed relationship. Yeah. Always, always on the recovery from another bad relationship. He starts the show like recently divorced, I believe. Yeah, it starts the show divorced, and by season like seven, has been divorced three times <laughs> within the course of the show. Well, did he marry? He married that British chick. He married at one the British point. chick, and then he married Rachel again. They got like uh, engaged in like a Holly, like a Las Vegas hotel. Oh, uh, I forgot about like that. that. Yeah. And then they get an alimony, or not an alimony. Uh, we call it uh, annulled. Annulled. That's it. They get an annulment for it. But uh, yeah, he's like divorced like three times. Just like, and none, none of his relationships go well. It's always because you think back to like uh, um, the British chick and Rachel are the two longest ones I can remember from the show. Because a lot of like small people like got relationships for a while. Like yeah. Courtney Cox had uh, Tom Selleck for a little bit. Yeah, for a while. Um, Phoebe for a little bit. What's had, his name? The guy that directed Iron Man. John Favreau was on for like three or four episodes. Remember, you see, it was such a weird storyline because he was like the perfect boyfriend, successful, loving, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I need to test my skills in the ring, and I'm going to be a UFC fighter." I and, do recall, and he this, just gets yeah. the shit kicked out of him, and he's like, "I'm going to keep doing it." And she's like, "I can't watch this." It was so like literally this guy that built at per- as perfect for like half the season, and all of a sudden like, oh, but he's got this one flaw, and he's gone. <laughs> he's got this one flaw. He must become a UFC fighter, <laughs> yeah. despite being too short, and too fat for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, it was like a bit. It's definitely not John Favreau today, but he still was kind of pudgy. Yeah. Well, I didn't imagine he came in looking like fucking Chris Hemsworth, just like, oh, let's go. I'm getting in that ring. Urgh. Did you hear? There's a story about him, like when he was first starting out in acting, he was. Uh, going to audition for this role, and in the script, the character's name was just Fat Ass. <laughs> but he wanted to play a joke, so he went up to like the receptionist. He's like, "Yes, I'm here to, to read for Fatas." <laughs> she's like, "There's no Fatas on the script." He's like, "Well, what else could this character be?" As he's like pointing to the script, and she's like, "Oh God, I don't want to explain this to him. Why don't you just have a seat, sir?" <laughs> That'd be great if she was just like. Yeah, it's just fat ass. Like you, tubby. Yeah. Sit down. You might be to too take fat two for it. <laughs> uh, if you got, uh, let's say, Martin Scorsese comes in, he's like, I want you to play a role in my movie. It's just an extra, but, you know, you get a couple hundred dollars for it. You'll be in one of my bigger movies. Probably won't get cut. You know, pretty sweet. But you get the script. It's a lot of your, problems. Your character's name is just Giant Nose. <laughs> it's just Huge Nose Civilian. That's fine. Okay, you're cool with that? Yeah, I mean, like, if it, the end product is, like, someone throwing, like, a ring around my nose at, like, a carnival, <laughs> it's going to be pretty upset. <laughs> that's more than a cameo. But that's worth saying. But like, what if, like, all right, you're, like, a cameo. Now, if it turns out to be an awful Martin Scorsese <laughs> movie that nobody <laughs> like, likes. It's the aviator, like, yeah. oh. Yeah. But, hey, you're you're an extra walking in the background, huge-nosed extra, huge-nosed guy. You don't, no, no one throws a ring around you. You're real purpose though is that like you're in the background shot of someone walks by and he's like you could look like some of those freaks like old schnazzo over there like big nose like you don't get to say anything you don't even necessarily know he says it but the movie audience i don't even have to react yeah Yeah. you just you're walking they're like they give you a direction like uh i don't know you're going to your job uh it doesn't start for an hour so you're taking some time to enjoy the new york weather or something like that but just the movie itself, you know, Matt Damon and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, they're talking. They're just like, look, I don't want to end up like some freak, like old schnozzo over there. And points, clearly points towards you, but it's not like they linger on you. The yeah. movie keeps going. They have more witty dialogue. What an odd scene. Like, he noticed this guy. Like... <laughs> Through his peripheral vision, just to point you out. That's still, 
Yeah, that's fun. As okay. long as it's a good, like I said, if it's a pile of shit, then it's like no one's gonna see this. I'm not gonna be able to brag about this to anybody. Because I definitely don't think I could do it if I like opened up the script and it's like fatty, <laughs> like fat guy. Like I don't want to end up like big old tubby over there. And I'm just like, oh no. I mean, there, I can see so many fatter people on this cast. Like, <laughs> like, I'm in decent enough shape. I feel like a lot of you guys have personal trainers and you're not using them. You guys are way fatter than me. Look, I at just you have a, so much money. The gaffer is ten times fatter than me. This is ridiculous. I'm at a very acceptable weight for someone of my size. So- Extras say, don't talk. Someone would say I'm too small, actually. Extras don't talk. Tell me to set. Stop talking. I guess I'm here to read for the part of Hugh Naze. <laughs> you... you you know say? <laughs> oh, is it See, Middle st- Eastern? Yeah. I'm pretty white. This sounds like a very uh, progressive... I don't know if I have the goods to pull it off. What do you think? She's like, oh, you've got the goods. Because <laughs> you come on the set like, hello, thank you for coming to my convenience store. It's like, it's just the camera closed up on your nose. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can see the rest of your face talking, but it's clearly only capturing your nose. I show up, they're like, we're doing a movie about the circus, but it's considered very un-PC to force elephants into, <laughs> into these kind of poses anymore. We're- we're doing yeah we want to make it a kind of role where humanity is the circus so you're going to be playing the uh, long-nosed toucan skinny goofy elephant like, <laughs> um well, some so kind of giant near um, ears and of, giant nose is a prop right <laughs> no some kind of fearsome line right sure yeah. anyway get you over to the gray uh, the gray face paint station <laughs> for the elephant ear fitting mm-hmm interesting lions but okay 200 bucks is 200 bucks <laughs> i mean because that's almost fine because who's going to recognize me unless i really like I although that. i wouldn't be able to keep unless you're like that dude the james bond movie who's like supposed to just be sweeping the floor and clearly he's like sweeping like a foot off the floor so <laughs> just get caught in like all time as being a big movie goof <laughs> like it's just you being like and the actor in this scene huge nose of course is supposed to just walk across and leave camera here you can see he sees a penny on the ground, <laughs> trips over his own untied shoelaces. Two hundred dollars and one cent. <laughs> I'm gonna have to declare this on my taxes. Unfortunately, they had to blow up the Chrysler building at the end of the shot, so they had to use this. There wasn't take. any. Yeah. They had to use this take, but man, it really ate shit. Yeah. Oh, huge nose. The first hour no, and a half of this movie was ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomato. That scene brought it down to twelve. <laughs> it's- <laughs> Old Hugnose. <laughs> Hugnose. Uh, now, I wanted to try a friend's character quiz and see what pops up. And like, Didn't we do one on Facebook like a month, like six months or a year ago? I mean, I feel like I've and done... And we both gotten like the 80% area. I feel like I've done like a Golden Girls it- personality one like once every three months just to reaffirm like, ah, I'm still like Dorothea Rose. Oh, good. yeah. Good. Oh, it's a profile to figure out which friend you are? Yeah, trivia. which which friend are you? So I remember the only... I did the, the trivia question. The only one I didn't get was what was Ross's ex-wife, like the first one that becomes a lesbian, oh, Susan. Uh, was it Susan? Yeah, but then the other follow-up question was what was Susan's girlfriend's name? Because she has like a girlfriend, too, that they're always with, together. I feel like Emma or something? I don't remember what it was. I got it wrong. I thought Emma was the British chick he was dating. Emily. 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 All right, you want to try taking us? I've opened up What's one. What's his daughter's name? His son, you mean? Does he have a son? I thought he had a daughter. No, he has a son with the first wife, Ben. Oh, Ben. That's Ben's right. first one. So we'll both take one. I have one up for me and one for you. 
Uh, what is your greatest fear? Responsibility, failure, lacking a sense of humor, a bad hair day, being normal, or falling out of love with the person I married. These are too specific, though. Yeah, this is really... This is good. like this is like lacking a sense of... Like, I'm like, oh, bad hair day. Failure. I definitely want to be a Joey, you know? Failure's Monica. Yeah. All right, we're going to see if I can find a better one. Zimbio, you failed me once more. Play Buzz. Yeah, like some of those Golden Girl ones are like, what sounds like a better Friday night to you? Like reading, <laughs> cooking, fucking strangers, <laughs> or talking about ancient Sicily. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I do like talking about ancient Sicily a lot. I hope I don't have to end up in Estelle, though. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Uh, let's open up this twice. Because this doesn't have just six answers like pertain to each one. Where would you go on a honeymoon? Somewhere exotic and luxurious? Somewhere isolated and romantic? Somewhere adventurous with outdoor activities both of you can enjoy or wherever my new uh, mate wants to go? Uh, I'll go with the third one. Adventurous? Mm -hmm. right. And I think I'd like to go somewhere kind of isolated and romantic. Quiet. <laughs> like a rape dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> like someone's basement where there's a lot of shackles. You know, it's pretty exotic down there in its own way. Uh, if you could live anywhere you wanted, where would it be? A historic city rich in culture like Paris? Uh, somewhere in the countryside where traffic's less heavy and the people are more friendly. In a suburban home where your kids can ride their bicycles. Or anywhere and everywhere. No city walls can hold me. That's a very Phoebe answer. You might yeah. avoid that one. Mm -hmm. uh, in a perfect world, I'd probably go with the first one. Stork City? Yeah. I'd probably go with suburban home. I kind of like... If I had a family, home. yeah. Uh, your friends don't care about their shoe brand, but you do. You only wear shoes that suit your personality. So you only buy Adidas, Nike, Reebok, or any shoe brand is fine, Reese. Uh, really? Is there that much of a difference between... I mean, I guess that kind of answers my question for yeah. myself. Like, uh, they're all the same, right? Yeah, <laughs> same. I would right. go. Uh, you've agreed to go on a blind date because you were informed that the person you'll be meeting is a small-time model. You arrive a little late, peer into the coffee shop, where you see one strikingly attractive person seated alone and one wart-plagued, ugly person seated alone. What do you do? Go straight to the lone attractive person. Uh, leave immediately. There's no way to tell that the hottie there is single. Blind dates are fine either way. You enter, hoping good luck is on your side, or you would never go on a blind date. Um, I'll go with the third one. It's tempting to go with the first one, but you look so shitty if that's not it, and it's like the hideous woman, like, no, me, over here! <laughs> uh, a small-time mod. No, I think I'd take the shot on that. Gotta go with it. Low attractive person. If I do, it's worth the story. Yeah. But she says she's a small-time model. Like, what am I? Like, I'm, I guess you would be vague on it. You're like, I'm a warts model! Yeah. <laughs> I model for hideous clothing lines! That's... Hmm. I'm going to have a good long talk with my friend after this. What describes you when you last had braces? <laughs> my dad didn't pay for them. Yeah. Is that uh, an option? <laughs> if you don't have them, don't smile. They're a necessary evil, so don't bother hiding them. Suggest talking over the phone rather than in person, or never had them, never will. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. It's the same one. Yeah. Some of us didn't need to have them. You wake up each day with the energy of a rabbit, so you can poop when you want, where you want. A pigeon, hoping you just fly through the day until it's time to eat. A kangaroo, your fighting spirit comes and goes. Or a bear that has the power of two bears. What a weird question. Yeah. Uh, kangaroo, I guess. Your fighting spirit comes yeah. and goes. Yours is definitely the poop one, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of really poop where I want. Uh, you're late for, when you are late for work, you jump out of bed and feign the death of a distant relative as the phone over you as you speed through traffic. Found Christopher. <laughs> you slump out of bed and prepare a nice breakfast before heading out. You're late anyway. You show up to work and act like you were never late in the first place. 
or you call in sick. Don't to forget to uh, throw in a cough or two between words. I'd probably show up late and see if anyone says anything. <laughs> and uh, No, you don't remember? I was totally on an important call. And I've been here the whole time. And call in sick, don't forget to throw in a cough. I think you've been late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you guys were late, maybe. I didn't see you here this morning. You landed a minor role in a Broadway musical as a mermaid. On opening night, your parents show, your parents show up unannounced in the front row. That's worth the question alone. That scenario where mom and dad are like seated together in the front row and going your, to a Broadway your show. Broadway musical debut. Look at my Bob's here, my Bob. And uh, as a mermaid, like oof, I'll never hear the end of this. Uh, on opening night, your parents show up unannounced. You go with it. They'll always support you. Make sure to acknowledge them afterwards. Go through the performance, making sure to distort your face and stay moving so they can't recognize you. Uh, your parents will find some way to humiliate you forever. You bribe an usher to escort them out of the theater, or your role is easy, and a replacement can easily be found. And go with it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, look, mom's not going to give a fuck. At this point, who's she going to tell? Like, guess who? She was, a, you know, she was. She was yelling, and she was so pretty, though. But. Walking oh! <laughs> along on us. What's that word again? Straight. You know. <laughs> Yeah, if I've swallowed enough poop that I'm dancing like a mermaid <laughs> on the stage in front of people, I think I can deal with mom and dad seeing it. Uh, what years of your life do you consider to be your prime? Childhood years, high school years, college years, or adult years? I'll go with adult. Yeah, I think I mean, I'd probably... The rest of that's such that a small window. <laughs> I mean, I didn't go to college, so I don't have those years. Childhood years, definitely it was like, no one really likes you, but a whole lot. High school years, kind of getting a little bit cooler, but yeah, adult years, I guess probably go with... Uh, well, this one's gonna be the kind of the same one. Just uh, owning a home yeah. is like way better than everything else. Who do you currently live with? Friends, significant other, mom and dad, nobody. Significant other. No, <laughs> no you can put kind of creepy. You can I, put uh, friends, I guess, because there's not a better option. I guess so, but I almost feel like uh, mom and dad might be the one we should be going with. I mean, we don't live with mom in the sense like mom pays. But we're gonna get the loser but... one. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're trying to answer it honestly, we do live with family. Mm. I guess it's friends, though. I guess that's more of what it is, kind of. All right. You come across an envelope filled with $3,000 outside a police station. You alert the police, pick it up with a look of fake concern, and half-heartedly see if it belongs to anyone nearby. That way you won't feel guilty when you take it home. Pretend to drop your purse wallet and pick up both simultaneously, or pick it up give most of it away to homeless persons and charities. Um, only because it's literally right in front of the police station, I'd probably drop it off at the police station. Alert the police? Yeah. Part of me would be like, this is like some kind of test. <laughs> like, if I just walk, <laughs> if I take two steps away from the police station, two cops are just going to show up and start beating me up. Like, oh, he's white. That's fine. Go ahead uh, and take this, everybody. Yeah, I... See, I was trying to be like, I'd definitely be like a... I'm, I'm totally a Joey, but like, my first thought was like, I probably should tell the police about this. Part of me is like I might in the moment be like, hey, does anybody need this or not? Okay, well, let's go, everybody! What if the police station's like five blocks away? Out of your way. Oh, it's like I get it and it's like I'd have to walk like five yeah. extra minutes just to drop it off. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm to keeping it. <laughs> what do you want me to, if it, it's unmarked, it's an envelope filled with $3,000 and it's not like hidden under like in between like a couple like mailboxes. I don't have to worry about like the mobs coming after me yeah. or like picking up a drop or something like that. And yeah, no. I think I'd, I'd probably look around real quick and then 
see, but if not... Yeah, I might hang out for, like, a few minutes just to see if anyone comes by. Yeah, someone's like, holy shit, I dropped this. Oh, thank God. Here's, like, $100. Thanks for being in the Because you take it and, like, in the back of your head, like, what if this is, like, some single mom? This is all she has in the world. This is our mom, basically, like, her version of herself in another reality who just dropped her, you know, wallet with everything in it. Like, Like I I caused her stroke. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What Flash paradox, I did (laughs) What kind of watch do you own? An inherited hand-me-down, something simple that works, a sleek silver watch that costs a couple paychecks, or I don't have a watch. I don't know if you need to na- literally think a watch, though. Almost maybe think cell phone or something or like that. Which would I prefer? Yeah. Um, I don't, like, if I had... If watches were still fashionable, I'd probably... Uh, God, I'd probably own something simple that works, but I'd probably also have like a really nice one too. On day to day, I'd probably just something simple that works though. All right, go with that for you. I think I'd probably go with like if I choice in the matter, I'd like a hand me down or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like something that's been in the family for a bit. That'd be pretty cool. Seems like a Joey answer. <laughs> who would who would you call first if you were involved in a car accident? Family member, friend, insurance company. Why call anyone? Uh, get back in and keep driving. Perhaps to the nearest auto shop. Uh, well, I work in insurance, so I would definitely call my insurance. All right. I would probably call a family member first. Mikey! <laughs> it's like, same answer for me. I'm like, Mikey! I'm like calling you at work. Mikey, help me! <laughs> I wrecked your car! You don't have Allstate. We don't have Allstate. <laughs> what is the last thing you do before you go to bed? Reflect or write in your journal, get your outfit ready for tomorrow, brush your teeth, drink a glass of milk, or sneak a midnight snack? Uh, of those four, probably brush my teeth. There's no watch two hours of Simpsons, so. <laughs> I end up stinking a glass of milk. Uh, this last one. What level of competition do you enjoy the most? Competing against friends or family? Competing against strangers? Uh, competing with yourself, you'll never lose, or watching from the sidelines? Um, competing against friends and family. Alright, and then I think competing... I hope you get Phoebe so badly. I like competing against strangers. I'll be at Gunther. All right, you <laughs> calculating Mikey's result. Joe, Joey, this Sweet. is horseshit. I feel like flipping mine over. Skadoosh. Oh, you please not, get Phoebe. <laughs> you, may, you may not be the sharpest knife in the drawer, but you're yeah. unrivaled when it comes to the opposite sex. This is such horseshit. You know it is. There wasn't a single question except yeah. the date one about girls either. You're a great friend. What you pussied out on? If I don't get a Joey, it's horseshit. I went to go check out the chick. You're the one who's like, man. <laughs> You're a great friend, going to great lengths even when needed. Remember, your friends are your lifeline. You better not leave them behind. Outside of the dumb part at the beginning, I, I kind of like it. And it's it's pretty apt. Ross! <laughs> oh, this is horseshit! Whiny and... How did you get fucking... Brought, Joey, I'm... You're intelligent and adored by your parents. You know, fuck this quiz. This is gay and stupid. Well, you tried too hard. What a big waste of fucking time. You tried too hard to get Joey. Like, I tried too hard. I didn't try to get Joey. I picked, like, one. I I tried too hard to get Dorothy on the Golden Girls one. That's why I keep getting, like, you're big dumb Rose. (laughs) You're trying too hard. That's insane. I, I went to go date the girl who's super hot and took the police money. Very Joey like moves. And you're. You. Well, you've gotten exactly what you deserved. I. It's horseshit. <laughs> the biggest amount of horseshit. You can just start calling me Joey. That's fine. <laughs> so stupid. Whatever. Who cares? Uh. So that was what I wanted to talk about on Friends. Uh, have you seen a couple trailers? I think we need to talk about. Uh, the first one, I guess, being Age of Apocalypse. Woo! 
Uh, I want to pause this gonna watch real it quick. Again. I do want to wa- uh, pause it and watch it real quick ahead of time. I've seen it already. I think I've seen it twice, but I just kind of want to watch it again. So we'll be right back in just a moment when we catch it. Fuck you, Joey. All right, so we've now watched it. Age of Apocalypse trailer on the big screen. What do you... Th- I mean, I'm assuming you're, like, pooping yourself. Oh, I'm excited. so excited. Because this is essentially, like, your version of Civil War. Like, these are... Because X-Men, I guess, is the one you're most excited about of all the franchises. The Apocalypse is one of, is definitely one of, like, my two or three favorite comic book villains ever. And, and you uh, like what he's looking like in this? A lot better than the last one. I feel like maybe... I don't know if they got the notes or if that was, like, an early version, but... <laughs> I mean, they do... Whenever you're doing character who has a lot of CGI on them, they're going to look city when they first... Like, when you take a shot from set. Like, yeah. when you take a shot of Iron Man, it's just him in, like, a fucking, like, a football, like pair of like armor cleat that's oh, really? painted like iron man and everything else comes in cgi afterwards but i'm like, like that shot right there the shot of the like if you look up the trailer anywhere it's the mm. shot you see that's that looks great i'm a little short a, yeah but he, hey he what doesn't, do you get? i'm it is weird because i'm used to the 90s cartoon that's where i knew him from that's yeah. where i got into seven the foot apocalypse from. like just seven foot and also huge like yeah. just in terms of muscle size huge this one looks still a little stringy it's not as bad as i thought it was because i watched the trailer on my phone before and i guess he seems smaller there oh okay smaller screen he looks like he could be cool uh is a uh, pimped out armor pimped out armor he has the, the cords of the apocalypse too. which he, is it looks like storm psylocke archangel and then i guess magneto i guess yeah it looked like there was another guy i couldn't tell but i guess maybe that's magneto i think that was the back of angel and an angel yeah uh I think their storm looks awesome. Yeah. Like, she actually looks... Like, legit. 80s Mohawk storm. Yeah. yeah. Look, has a good style to her. It looks, like, sexy but cool. Very, mm-hmm. like, kind of really good way to kind of introduce that character. And that, that's a great... Uh, that's a great horseman, too. Yeah. Like, someone who controlled the down. weather. Yeah, it, it does look legit. You can easily, like, argue that it's like she's the horseman of Pestilence or something yeah. like that. Just okay. destroy her. Or if they even do that. Yeah, yeah. it is. And I love um, the line, like, <laughs> oh, the hor- like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. He got fat from the Bible. Or the Bible got it from him. Let's go see Rose Byrne back. She was gone for a little yeah. bit. Glad to see they got her in there. Um, Magneto being part of the Four Horsemen, pretty kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like forces them into the. That's an insane Fourth Horseman. That's a pretty big. Yeah, it's a pretty big kick. To the po- I mean, there's definitely. I like, definitely there's no Colossus in this movie if he's in there as a yeah. Horseman. That's not like I just I'll I'll hang on, guys. You know that dude who can literally just rip me to shreds with his mind? I'm just going to hang back and let you guys handle that. Yeah, it's... Well, I'll go fight Archangel and his bladed things. Or whatever. Or whatever he does. Yeah. It's definitely like a... He's the odd man out in that it's group, It's definitely absolutely. a top-heavy group. Like, I can control all metal and thus even the world itself. I can control all weather. I'm the psychic ninja or something. And it's yeah. like, I have wings! I, I can, can shoot I can fly. Oh, feathers. so can two of the three of you. <laughs> uh oh. I think Psylocke could probably let it <laughs> or jump high enough that it's essentially flying. Yeah, it's definitely the odd man out. But it, historically, it's the he's always kind of been in that first apocalypse storyline. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because he was like a twenty-something kid in X Men Three, and <laughs> now he's back twenty. Well, years I mean, earlier. you have to argue the lot like the system of the universe doesn't make like completely alternate timelines though they've converged they must have been somewhat alternate realities because how would the mystique even though she can change her age i mean the mystique here has got to be like in her mid-30s and this is what like 20 years before where the mystique they interacted with in the first movie should have yeah. been i mean yeah again you can argue i guess she can change her shape so she can yeah. never really look old but it still feels like eh, it would be different i think and what i have to assume is probably jennifer lawrence's last yeah X-Men i think she movie. said it's the last she's she's like i, I you notice so good that, chance well she can't die in this but you could. It's an alternate timeline. You can do whatever true. you want now. 
Uh, you notice in this, you don't see her in the makeup at all. I think she's like fucking Alan Cumming in the, you know, uh, X-Men 2, where she's like, the blue makeup shit, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. Hunger Games. I am that franchise. I don't need to sit down for eight hours getting fucking blue makeup and pasties put on. And also, me. I don't have to do, like, I'm the biggest salads all day and run four hours. Yeah, I'm day. the biggest actress in Hollywood today. I'm not fucking staying around for you to put blue shit on me all day. On my I'm naked shit. body, where I have to worry about, like, every ounce of everything i eat every day so it's like i don't want to yeah. look fat as i'm walking around buck naked i would like to see uh psylocke like in a full shot because right now when i see her it's just like oh it's just olivia munn yeah i kind of like to see a full body the only thing that concerns me about that is oof sansa stock is still just as bad of an actress as she always is i mean i guess it fits playing jean gray yeah like the least interesting x-men but I'm worried because that's the just character. That last name so uninteresting. Like Jean Grey, but it's also the notion of like, but Jean Grey's always a fucking important X Men just from the bullshit yeah. Phoenix shit. Like it's if this becomes a, another franchise that goes on, we have we to do get that again. Movie again, and oh. she has to act her way out of that paper bag. Yeah, I, I definitely hope on. that doesn't happen. But no Wolverine. You'll notice like it's almost kind of back to first class, which has me pretty excited. Yeah, for long term, that makes sense. Is Wolverine not in it at all? I thought he is. He might cameo or something like that, but they don't I thought show. It, I thought it was this, and then one more Wolverine movie. I've heard he he's done. doing one more Wolverine. That's he might cameo in this, but he's not. You notice he's not in the trailer. If he was in the movie in any substantial way, I would be showcasing the fuck out of it to make sure people know he's in it. Yeah, like it's it's your name brand recognition. It's like putting Robert Downey Jr. in an Avengers trailer. Like you, that way, everybody's like, "Oh, he's in that." I'm definitely gonna yeah. Plus, he that. needs to kind of go off and forget everything and whatever I, yeah I've heard he has one more movie left probably like an old man Logan or something which would like be sweet like the death of Olga, uh, Logan and it was like a weird group of mutants they showed like of the hero side where it was like Cyclops. oh Nightcrawler cool and Jubilee Cyclops yeah they right. shot a Jubilee like I'm this. like okay I guess it makes sense that this movie's supposed to take place in the 80s like all the neon shit for her yeah. I guess it's like a good way to kind of put and her in the thing let's throw some diversity in this yeah group. well she is supposed to be Asian too Asian American yeah. Especially since we killed all the other minorities in, in Days of lot, Future Past. A lot of times, too. Got more than once for some. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's somewhat interesting. I'm not super stoked about Like, thank God Jubilee made it into a movie. I'm sure she's not hu a huge character. Uh, what if she's like uh, the rogue role in it? Like, the first movie is like, I'm not the main character, but I'm really the heart and soul like of the Like she was in the animated series? Well, that or at least the first like few the, episodes. They made her like the kid side, like the Robin of that series. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go hang out with Wolverine. Why don't you take me along with you? Like, Ugh. your power is to make fireworks. That's why I don't take you along. Well, I mean, you don't need like that was what she was like your eyes, and that's what Jean Grey or uh, Rogue was kind of in the first three was your eyes into the group. But mm -hmm. I mean, it's they're on their seventh movie. We don't need a your eyes into it anymore. Then there also is uh, basically that whole new group of kids, Cyclops, Jean Grey. Like they're they're kids now in this movie, so yeah. you kind of have that ability to go as you want. So it, they're pumping up Apocalypse definitely in this, and yeah. I, is, if that's the tagline for the movie too, only the strong survive. That's great. It should be good. And you have to, at this point, have at least enough faith to be like, all right, well, Marvel sometimes can hose me over on this. Probably a good chance you won't have to worry about getting wacky apocalypse. No. Like he's in there. Ultron and he, apocalypse. Like he gets in there and he's just like, I have been through years, seen all of your entertainers and crumbled them beneath me. So what you doing now, buddy? Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> I'm lonely. Please don't leave me. <laughs> Oh, living so long, everybody else, you grow to just have so many quirks. 
I can't stop staring That's at so the shot. silly. Because, I mean, Magneto is, you know, hey, like, humans should almost be, like, second-class citizens. Maybe not, like, slaves, but any violent human should be yeah. gone, and the rest of you should be, like, second-class, right on the back of the bus citizens to mutants. Like, Apocalypse is like, I don't. I think most mutants aren't worth a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> I think, what's your power? Oh, you blink and you change the television station? That's cute. Yeah. Uh, so get in this shower over here. Like if I'm Get in Ju- this buzzsaw mill. If I'm Jubilee, I'm fighting the hardest amongst the X-Men yeah, to I'm defeat like, him. I'm like, alright, so not only can I create fire... Like, I did this like, by pitch. I'm like, not only can I create fireworks, I can do them in colors... Uh, sometimes shapes and sizes, so it's not just useful for combat, yeah. also uh, scouting, signaling ahead. For, like, Kevin Hart shows, I can do the pyrotechnics. Yeah, if you have whoever mutant power is to be hysterical, I'm definitely going to be a great pyro intro. Like, <laughs> everywhere. It's Monday Night Raw won't have to pay for it each yeah. week. I can bring them from the, the rafters yeah. down. Yeah, come on, and Sabnor. Obviously, you're not going to kill Kevin Hart or John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you want money to happen in this new world you're building, so obviously those guys are staying around. They must be mutants of some kind. Yeah. Like, there's images of if Magneto ran the world that it's like, man, it's not bad. It, I'm sure there's... It's definitely not good. Built on blood at some point, but there's no image of Apocalypse that's just not mountains of skulls yeah. <laughs> everywhere. I mean, that's what Age of Apocalypse was, essentially. Was yeah. Like, With like the, most of the world would have been killed. Concentration camp. Most of the, He's, like, conquered all of the Americas. Europe and, like, Asia are still standing. But he's basically just turned, the like, North and South America into giant concentration camps. Yeah. And experimenting, like, the... The Scots, like Cyclops and Havoc, are like prison guards at concentration camps working for him. He's obsessed with siblings. It's all a lot of Mangala kind of World War Two Nazi science stuff involved in it. So, like, there's he's definitely we're starting from a clean slate for the most part here. Yeah, uh, there's this shot right here that I have to assume is from like a promo. Yeah. I think I'm that's hoping, one of the early ones. Hoping that's not what he looks I'm like. I'm hoping he's, his face is not Less that. Ivan Uzi. And also, that was the other thing. I'm not crazy about the shot of Quicksilver in the trailer. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, we I talked this, about this. We didn't like the way... I wasn't wild about the way he looked in in Days of Future Past either. But you know what? He's not a superhero in that. He's just some goofy, like, loner kid. Yeah, I don't know. The one shot... I guess... Still don't get sense. where he got headphones that played music. Yeah. In 1967. Uh, I guess I'll have to remain to be seen. I get. I, I like the the scene of him in the the Days of Future Past. The kitchen. But, yeah, it's a decent scene, but that was also like a scene where like you had to write him out of the movie immediately after because his yeah. power wasn't even super speed. It was essentially time stopping. Yeah, because he's like a bullet's coming out and he's like sitting around like playing fucking ping pong. It's the bullets like still leaving the chamber. Yeah, he's like a seventeen year old kid who has like the ma- who's mastered what Flash can do, like yeah. the master level of Flash. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I face through walls and <laughs> I can have eighteen versions of myself acting on the world at once because I'm that fast and they're all after him. And like, like mm. here, you tell me, I'm the Flash. Uh, that you need me to stop terrorists somewhere in the Middle East. I'm like, Mikey, you definitely need to stop terrorists in the Middle East. Done. Mikey Flash knows. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Like, I, I disappear for a second, and like, done. I'm like, I blinked, like, wait, weren't you just standing two inches to the right? Oh, sorry, I must have stepped in the wrong spot after I returned from taking out all terrorists. And, like, I am back, and your face is, like, right in Scotia's ass, and she's like, that was for the nose remark. Oh, 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 that's so stinky. Would you stop those terrorists? <laughs> yeah, you did take them out. You did a good work there. I guess I deserve that for 
calling your nose big. And like, <laughs> the next shot's like my face. That's <laughs> oh, nose flash got me again. I should stop <laughs> calling him that. And then I shot my pants are off. Like, oh. <laughs> I get a, this dynamic of roommates is really uh, switched. Not going to lie. He's definitely becoming more and more like a Joey like this. You're not even safe like emailing me cheeky things at work. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, like, I'm sitting at my desk naked now. That, this is great. Oh, and there's a bowling ball on my cock. <laughs> Just the, the best way to start this Monday. Why am I sitting butt naked on my boss's lunch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And it had a lot of hard, big, sharp carrots. <laughs> Just got those right in there. Okay. Gotta stop keeping these remarks to myself. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna retire. <laughs> no way this is working out. Yeah, so I don't know if he's got like a similar similar role in this one, or if he's actually. It looked. I have to imagine they, because every, everybody I know that saw it loved that scene, and I have to imagine they're like, more is better. Like I have to imagine they're gonna beef up his role in some fashion. It looks like they're definitely feeding more in Apocalypse's psychic abilities, which have always been pretty nebulous in the comics. I mean, his power I mean, is always basically like, uh, like immortality power draining like he had the ability to basically take mutant's powers if he needed to anything he can wants to do with his body he can do shape shift strength grow which i love that shot of him just like pushing xavier down i hope that's not a dream or a nightmare but that is just awesome yeah like oh i'm i gotta get out of the xavier institute i'll just grow 20 feet tall (laughs) i do like the shot i almost kind of wish i had seen it in the movie itself but the shot of him of xavier bald yeah. It's nice to see that finally come to fruition. But it looks like his psychic powers are definitely being used in this apocalypse. Although I guess he still needs Xavier to use Cerebro to get all the mutants. Probably. I mean... It would appear to be his plan. There's for- definitely... It's a good trailer in that it doesn't... I can't... Again, I can't tell the plot of the movie yet. No, it it's not seen, Superman versus Batman. It's not Superman versus Batman. Well, I'm like, okay, you guys meet up. Lex Luthor fucks with you a little bit. You <laughs> have a fight. Lex Luthor... Fucking creates Doomsday. Doomsday slides down the building. You guys have to start working together. Interrupts your fight. Wonder Roman. Woman shows up. Yeah. yeah. Credits. I'm like, ugh. But I can't tell exactly where the final fight takes place there. Like, what the plot of this is yeah. essentially going to be. I could tell he brings his mutants, but what essentially happens, it's tough to tell yet. So, to that regard, it's pretty good. I think I'm excited for it. I'm not, like, crazy. I think it's like Star Wars and how I am right now, where I'm like, I'm going to temper myself and not get crazy stoked about this, like I tend to do for most Marvel stuff, and watch it, like, 80 times. It's kind of like, watch it once, maybe when Trailer 2 comes out, watch that, and then try to kind of avoid seeing much about it and just go into it naturally. That Horseman lineup is sick. Like, in the cartoons, he shows up with Archangel, <laughs> and then, like, three random... That's his, that's his heavy hitter. And then three random Morlocks. That's his, like, David Ortiz. <laughs> There's Mudface and Claptrap. And <laughs> Maggot. And this, like, holy shit. Like, uh, with, I mean, I think the only one that would be any bigger... When the third weakest person on your team Psylocke. <laughs> I think the only one I'd ever know that would be bigger is the one from the Age of Apocalypse game that was, like, Abyss, Mikhail Rasputin. Oh, Mikhail Rasputin. And then... Sinister. That Sinister, was, yeah. That was his four. And you're like, that is ridiculous. Where Abyss, who's like a evil Nazi version of Mr. Fantastic, is like the weak man in your group. We also had a fucking black hole in him. Like, it yeah. Just, and, like, just swallowed shit indiscriminately. It was like, oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, when that's like the lame guy in your, th- in your foursome, that's yeah. saying a lot. And when, like, 
your number two guy is Colossus's brother who, who can, can do anything. It force seems like. forces and light lights and change, <laughs> change, change. Because, wasn't it some like reality manipulation? It's reality like, warping. It's like the weird like Marvel quote is he can force forces. <laughs> it's like I don't even know what that is. But is that <laughs> is that something? Is that a line that fucking Danny says to Drago at one point in the Dark uh, Galaxy? Like we will force forces, like sun and stars. Yeah, like he can literally turn the world upside down. Yeah, he has some pretty crazy powers. And, then and, and he's so evil in the Age of Apocalypse comics, too. And I think Onslaught's essentially like Magneto and Professor Xavier's powers kind of combined. <laughs> no, that's... um, It's not Onslaught, it's Holocaust. Holocaust, that's it. Holocaust. Yeah, who was originally just a mutant that had like... um, Like a fire ability or something? No, like a... Uh, sort of like Agent Zero. Like he was an expert marksman. Probability he could affect. Oh, but then Magneto just tears him apart, <laughs> like uses all the minerals in his body and just shreds him. And Magneto uh, Apocalypse puts him back together in this like whatever, like an adamantium suit almost. And he now has the power to fire like mini suns at you as well. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah, I knew he had something where he like fired like radiation or suns. Yeah, or something like, like a, a small nuclear warhead shoots out of his arm. Uh, yeah, superhuman strength and durabil- durability, energy blast, and life force absorption, and that's like pretty crazy. And then sinister. And that's it's like a very this, nebulously defined power set for him too, like shape shifting, like it's forehead. So he's a pretty powerful psychic as well. Yeah, something like that. And I believe he can teleport. Apocalypse in the comics also finds like an alien ship at some point and has a bunch of advanced technology at his disposal. I don't know if they're going to do that in this one. I don't think you need to. I mean, but I love the idea, like the first mutant and like how historically scary that is. Like, And the fact that the first mutant is easily the strongest too. Like yeah. it's a dude who's lived since then and is going to live far past anyone else here because you can't really ever kill him. Yeah, it, there's no killing Apocalypse. You just hope you frustrate him enough that he's like, go fuck this plan, I'm going yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, I'll hang back in Egypt for another 18 years. Wait for another bullshit movie to come out with more white people in it. Like, that'd be sweet at the next Republican debate if Donald Trump just morphs into Apocalypse. Like, no, now it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> this is starting to come together. You really actually had a guy with foresight on this. You already got the idiots on your side. Once they saw you turn to Apocalypse, and I'm ordering the bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Trend, uh, is it Trump Apocalypse 2016 or Apocalypse Trump 20? You know I'll what? see I'm how the primaries go. If he starts going down, but if he's... Yeah, if, if he can't pro- win New Hampshire, that's a good, it's a pretty big telling sign. This is a bad plan, Apocalypse. But he's... he's Blown up most of New Hampshire, so I think he's actually probably got that. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Sinister's Marco Rubio, so, <laughs> like, even the number two pick. It's not like you really have a choice. Also, I think he has a governor placed over there. It's like <laughs> Mr. New Hampshire is clearly just a sash around onslaught, like, hello! <laughs> I'm not sure who my delegates will go to. <laughs> That's between me and the voting poll. Yeah. As he already has, like, he's already written out Apocalypse on, like, a piece of paper that's just pinned to his chest. My delegates might go to Dad, who knows? <laughs> You call him dad, that's scary. <laughs> that's terrifying. So yeah, I think it looks pretty decent. You seem like not uh you seem pretty underwhelmed when we talked about it before briefly. Obviously you were saving it, was, it for the podcast. I think but. it was the first time I saw it, he still looked really small. Mm. And that was my concern. Because I was like, oh, if they do like a... Because the first version of him really looked lame. It looked yeah. like a Power Rangers villain. I was like, if they make some small version... He's of walking Apocalypse, next to Olivia Munn, and she's they're almost like shoulder to shoulder. Something like I that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure like, she's in like giant war heels for this <laughs> costume, but... <laughs> she's supposedly wearing the pretty close to the... Like, and I think she's like 5'8 or 5'9 in real life, but... Yeah. But she's supposed to be like 
as close to the trademark. Like, Which is sweet. That's one of like the sexiest costumes. Definitely in the X-Men. <laughs> it's definitely like something that like you sit there and you're like, Dang, I guess it's good Marvel doesn't have this. I feel like that's something they definitely would have been like, we're really trying to get away from that whole slave layout. Yeah. Can we not have Psylocke running around and essentially a leotard? Yeah. With butt thong to it? <laughs> Uh, actually, I, and it's one thing, like, I, I, I've mentioned tons of times how, like, I really wish Marvel would get the rights back to Fantastic Four just for those I kind of hope they never get the rights back to X-Men. I hope so, Because I, I think X-Men works so much better in its own universe where no other heroes exist yeah. but them. Because it's such a weird concept we think about it. It's like, people who just spontaneously kind of genetically gain powers can't control them, and because of it, humanity hates them. And they exist in a world where there's hundreds of other people who also have powers, who also develop them in weird ways, some of whom can't control their powers, but because they got their powers through science or through yeah. an experimental piece of technology or something like that, nobody hates them the same way. It also puts a lot more scientists in the in the superhero team, too. Because it's, it's never like some... I mean, there's a few like, goobers that like wandered into an experiment, and that's how they got their powers, but it's a lot more like Tony Stark's like, mm -hmm. I'm a genius, I know what to do with this. Here you can get Whereas a whole, the X-Men, it's like, everybody. I used to cook meth. And <laughs> yeah, like you can get anybody now I can clone myself. any walk of life. Yeah. Anyone could develop a mutant power, so you do get a lot of cool cultures and stuff like that. And it's just a universe that exists so easily in and of itself. Like, if you put, like, oh, yeah, no, they're in the same world as Tony Stark and Captain America, then it's like, oh, I'm not... Because you just start getting questions, too. And then like, even, like, a classic Avengers team starts getting watered down. when, you, Like, fine, you put Wolverine and Spider-Man in there, fine. But when it's like, oh, there's six X-Men in our current rotation, like, well, why aren't you at... You know, the Institute just got blown up. Why aren't you over yeah, there? Yeah, why aren't you hanging out over there? It's like, I'm more than that now. I'm hoping... I'm not a huge fan, but I'm hoping there's some vindication for Cyclops. Because he was such a nothing character. People have hated him, and I've always thought that Cyclops was one of the cooler X-Men, if only because his power, like, really kind of fits into that mold of what a should be like it's a cool power yeah. but there's a drawback to it like he yeah. can't control it doesn't get to see natural sunlight doesn't with his get own it's eyes. like him and rogue like and a couple other people like nightcrawler beast like people where you're like this is an actual mutation so i like it's a cool power but you can see why people humanity it's not all positives yeah and there's something they just can't control this aspect because there's other people who are like if i'm storm oh, once i get it under control oh i'm just a smoking hot black chick that can make it sunny if i feel like yeah it. i can just control the weather and people are like oh my god you're just like, oh, come on, this is ridiculous. Like, if you have any faith that I'm not a monster, then you shouldn't be afraid of me. But Cyclops, you're gonna like, look, you can be as good as you want. One day you trip those glasses fall, you could fucking blow a hole right oh, in my yeah. mother, you know? Like, just sleeping and, like, the glasses fall off. Like, oh, what happened to my wife? Yeah, just wake up something. Oh! Must have been Sabretooth. <laughs> Who came in and laser blasted her head off. As you're still, like, laser blasting the wall. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Someone get in here and get Sabretooth. And not even noticing like the half empty bottle of bourbon you left next to the bed and realize you just completely got drunk and forgot to put on your glasses. <laughs> so I like him in that guy. I, I know that comic book version of him is just a horrendous mess. Like he's become almost like a like a Soviet leader. Like oh, really? X Men should solve mutants' problems are mutant solution. Like mutants should solve their own problems. You normie super hallowed people so get out of the way. He left Jean Grey and their child to go start banging Emma Frost. Oh, yeah. A lot of, like, shitty comic book storylines. Like, that's, again, where I don't want to, like, let that universe get to. Because the X-Men and the rest of the Marvel Universe, I feel like, can only interact so briefly and it makes sense before it just starts falling apart on itself. Yeah. 
And they just have enough of a universe that they can kind of do their own stuff without needing to get anywhere else. They have enough villains, they have enough antagonists, and you can just do what they kind of did already and just reset it if you need to. I'm pretty optimistic about Civil War, but it, it does add a whole other level of interest to Civil War where it's mutants like, yeah, Tony Stark chooses to throw on a suit and fight crime. I don't. I didn't choose to like be able to affect the tides yeah. <laughs> with my mind. And now every I have time to I register. Fa- every time I fart, El Nino comes. <laughs> yeah, and now I have to register and a bunch of fucking weirdos will know where I live and what people powers hate, I have. Yeah, people hate the shit out of me, too, because yeah. I have more power than they do. Like, yeah, the Civil War gets a little bit more... That definitely helps beef up the, the Captain America team. <laughs> yeah. Which right now, it looks like it's got some issues. I, I guess it remains to be seen. I, I, it all comes down to how powerful they make this incarnation of scarlet witch i mm-hmm. think and how much vision actually gets involved because their team's not crazy like every version i've heard is stated captain america is like a better fighter than black panther and that'd probably be their biggest like fighting threat on their side otherwise it's just tony stark and war machine yeah true. it's like what black black widow <laughs> still so shitty that they're using her black widow you know scarlet witch oh. and like the avengers ones i mean i get it you know they, they're like, look, they were Avengers too. We gotta throw him with uh, Vision at some point, right? Yeah. Aren't they a couple in the comics? I don't know if I'm... Cre- <laughs> like, it's such a weird thing from the comics to like, I fell in love with an android. Like, it's just a comic book kind Take of thing. Take that, Dad! Fuck off! <laughs> my dad, whose name shall never be mentioned. <laughs> Nobody. And my real last name never used. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess... And they also have to Ant-Man, I guess you can kind of, if, depending on how they want to Focuses. Although in Avengers like 2, she says her parents were killed in yeah, that bomb. Yeah, they, they basically kind of rewrote them into something yeah. completely different. They basically kept the name, like the character's appearance and powers, but then they were like, all right, we're just going to take everything else pertaining to the character's background and go. And then they got their different. powers through experimentation by Hydra, right? Yeah, through the, basically the um, staff, the. Uh, what oh, yeah, yeah. to be the Mind Stone. So mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of work in maybe that cosmic influence. I don't know. And it also makes sense that I guess she kills Quicksilver here. If you're like the other, the other movie's gonna keep using him probably in bigger, bigger roles. And people seem to like it. Like as much as you want to like poop on the way he looks, like yeah. it, it was pretty sweet scene in the kitchen. Yeah. Especially because it's like the guys are put like all the security guards are pulling the guns about to shoot the plastic bullets, so Magneto can't do anything about it. He just looks at Xavier, he's like, alright, anytime you want, shut their brains down. It's like, yeah, I've, I've been doing heroin for like six months and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> well, I'm kind of like, there's still dragons in this room for me. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah, the walking thing, there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> about that. You've been kind of, you haven't followed my Facebook feed in a little bit, so I got some things to tell you. And then when they cut to Magneto, like during the whole scene where Quicksilver's running around, he's definitely got the like, oh, fuck me look on his face. It's like him, like, covering his balls. Like, <laughs> how am I going to blow all of them? <laughs> uh, not the only kind of uh, geek movie, though, that's coming out. And I wanted to show you another trailer real quick. I don't think you've had the chance to see it yet. It's not anime, is it? No. But uh, I want to show you this one real quick. Hey. All right. So we're back. And we just finished watching the trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. I don't think it has a subtitle to it. I think it's just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, it's Out of the Shadows. Oh, Out of the Shadows, that's right. Uh, Which is the new one coming out based off of, I guess the last one came out 2014. It's the one executive produced by Michael Bay. Maybe. People want to say it's a Michael Bay movie. It's produced by him, but he's not the director to it. It still has a lot of his influences, but the one that I think pretty much 
everyone was universal. Like, this was not a good movie. It was, like, silly. Like, it did too much stupid shit with the turtles. Like, oh, and they're April's pets from way back when. And I haven't seen it. Had, like, a white guy as Shredder. Yeah. Had Splinter learn martial... Old, like a 58-year-old white guy as Shredder. <laughs> had uh, Splinter learn martial arts due to a book he found in the sewer. Like, an Asian book. Like, it was like a book on how to be Asian he but found But he was already a sewer. mutated rat? Yeah. Okay. It was like he was... Basically, they were all April and Neil's pets, and then the experiment happened. And then it just sounds went. terrible. It's, it was a pretty <laughs> bad movie. But this version, I actually think, looks like it could be The decent. trailer looks kind of cool. It's a lot more playing into, like, the weirdness the of cartoon, the turtle. The cartoon, definitely. Yeah, like, it has the... the, the turtle car. man that shoots manhole covers. Manhole covers. Bebop and Rocksteady are in it. Like, with a dude who, before he turns into it, has a big purple mohawk. The other guy... A black guy, which I believe Bebop was. In yeah. The one. And the guy playing Rocksteady is Seamus from WWE. Oh, really? Yeah. If before you watch he... it again, you'll see it. Yeah, he's in there. They got an actual Asian man is to it play a new Shredder? Shredder. Yeah, they got a white, an actual Asian to play Shredder, I believe, this time around. And I've heard suspicions that the ships you see very likely are maybe the signs of Kang and the Technodrome. I will come all end. over the place if I see the if Technodrome Kang, done in like twenty million dollar graphics, and, <laughs> like Kang, the giant like, eye on top, like. Whoa. And Casey Jones in there too, being played by the guy who plays Arrow in the CW. Oh, uh, that was I, I think it looks good. I think my favorite part of the whole trailer is clearly the executive got like they got the notes and they're like, "We're gonna go back to what Megan Fox is great at." And the most prominent oh, shot yes. of her in the trailer is like her readjusting her Catholic schoolgirl outfit into something even, even more though she's Like my age, and it's like I'm gonna go undercover as a Catholic schoolgirl. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a respected journalist, and it's clearly her in like a mini skirt, yeah. pulling her tube top tighter. Well, like, I mean, like I'm sure she's got to be down for like. Can we just throw you in slutty outfits for most of the time, or do you think she's? I mean, she wears because well, who else is hiring her? Nobody, I don't think, is really hiring her. Right? She had that whole beef with Michael Bay. It's These like, are probably helping more than anything. I think if this movie told her, like, you're going to be in a bikini jumping around a lot, she'd be like, I will have to do it because it's the only way I'm going to get more roles from here. Yeah. If these, like, become keep staying successes, but... Look, it's I just, great I, you're still maybe one of the hottest girls in movies. She has a weird face at this point. Uh, I think it's gorgeous. It's very plastic. Like it's, oh, really? It's so, like, you can just see the work done all over it for me. I think she was a lot cuter, like, back when she was, like, First couple started. Transformers? Just a cu- first couple Transformers, and even a little bit before that, if you can see photos of her, like, just having, like, a more natural kind of cuteness to her face than what, like, it just everything looks like it's had work done at this point. Mm-hmm. And, like, dolled up in makeup. She's still super hot, like, body-wise. But, like, but, why is she not just in a yellow jumpsuit with, like, the zipper unzipped all the way at the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's a porn at that point. So it's like, uh, what's it, what is that thing we just saw? Um, Rocky or Creed? No. Are you, uh, like, something we, the movie we watched? Or? No, Terry was here, too, but it wasn't Ant-Man. Was it where, like, the mom was just walking around with, like, her robe open and, like, a... You know, maybe I watched it with somebody else. But it was like, <laughs> yeah, like maybe you weren't even there. But like, you can just see like the top of her thong and <laughs> like a bra underneath. That might be a little bit too much. I the zipper's broke. We don't have time to fix it. <laughs> like Donatello can do a lot. He's like a super genius. He's like the Reed Richards of this year universe. Uh, I can dig it in the sense of like, like I get. It. They don't want maybe the jumpsuit's too cheesy. Like maybe that's something that's too hard to work in. I think like the last one gave her like a yellow leather coat to use, and I think she's still using like a dark yellow leather coat. But it's definitely like yeah, put her in as many like like not slutty, but just like put her as many hot outfits as you want. 
just don't push her acting on me. Yeah. We've clearly seen where that goes. I don't want to see a long and love mu- storyline with and Casey Jones. <laughs> I'm much more interested in the fact that there's a scene somewhere out there of Rocksteady riding a tank through the ocean, firing, so like, goofy firing cannonballs at the turtles as he's like cheering. Like, that don't even... If, like, April O'Neil's in, like, the corner in a bikini jumping, I wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. Because that scene's just so ridiculous and awesome, but fits, like, what the turtles actually are at that yeah. point. So I, I'm actually pretty stoked for this one. Like, I saw a trailer, and it looked a lot more optimistic than the last few I've seen. I could not have given less of a shit about any of the trailers for the first one that I saw. There was yeah. nothing that made They were horrendous. Fun. It was all about, like, look how wacky Michelangelo is. Like, hey, whoa, you single? I'm a turtle, but can we, we can still probably fuck, man. Do they always wear pants? Uh, in the last one, they all had their own kind of distinct look, but I can't remember. I this is definitely more clothes and accessories on them now yeah. than they did before. Before, I think it was just kind of like their body type a little bit, but I feel like they did wear pants of some kind. Because I feel like they tried to make a joke at some point about Michelangelo's tell get shell getting tight at one point from seeing April, so I can't imagine they couldn't be like, hey, you can't walk around no pants, because yeah. some people are going to be like, well, where's this cock that's supposedly getting so hard? Where's Michelangelo's big dick? <laughs> Where is it, huh? This one definitely looks like they're pushing the toys. Like, there's going to be a oh, ton God. of toys out of this it's thing. ridiculous. Well, there's also a new series coming out, too, on Nickelodeon. Like, a new uh, Ninja, Ninja Turtle series. Like, Seth Green's playing Leonardo in it. Hmm. So, I imagine they're like, this is just the perfect tie-in. I'm gonna. It, you know what? This is a bad year. I'm already seeing way too many things in theaters that I want. That it's my, already that my usual penny pinching will allow. Deadpool's already coming out beginning of the year. Like all the superheroes. That I may be about. But all all the superhero stuff. So Deadpool, Civil War, Batman, Superman, Age of Apocalypse, Doctor Strange, and Suicide Squad. Everything but Doctor Strange and Deadpool. I'm definitely gonna see in theaters. And Deadpool, I might even see. Then. I feel like we need to go back to why he's so poopy on Doctor Strange. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you got uh, TMNT coming out, uh, TMNT two. Probably Redbox it. I feel like another Star Wars movie is coming out. I think yeah, Red the Bull Rebels Lions, the, or something like yeah. that. I think's coming out. Uh, Rogue like, Squadron or whatever. Rogue Squadron. And, uh, I feel like there's something else like big and nerdy coming out next year too. Like a I'm lot sure of Black Panther. Or no, that. that's that's the start of 2018, I think. Oh really? Yeah, it's got a little bit of a ways away. There's still Guardians and Thor Ragnarok. Did you? I haven't seen it. Spider Man. There was an ad, I guess, in a magazine. There's some prominent ad that had. Uh, I think it was for Civil War, and it the it, it featured uh, like. Oh, Cap- is this the shot? It's like the three of them, and then the background is like a little speech bubble next to Black Panther. It's just like meow. <laughs> yeah. It was like entertainment, and it said like the Desperate Housewives would kill for these claws. It it was baffling. It's. Empire Magazine, I think, is who it was. Okay. It was like their exclusive shots of Cedar of uh, Civil War, and it was like the first full res image of the full Black Panther outfit. And it looks like it's a tits looking outfit. Yeah. I don't know why on the cover, <laughs> what executive decision was like. Why don't we have him say meow like he's a kitty or something? Like I like heard a, someone say it's very a uh, back of the bus kind of feel to it. It's, it's definitely degrading. <laughs> like the biggest, the first real prominent black superhero, starring superhero, to be in a movie. And you're going to reduce his character to, like, and he's a cat. Meow. <laughs> Feisty. Wow. wow. But all the girls love to have claws like that. He says, oh, behave. They're for Bridium claws. They <laughs> cut through anything. This is ridiculous. He's a king. He's a proud king of a nation. How dare you, Empire Magazine. 
Thank you for the image. Do you remember like your face when you first saw that? Like I oh. thought it was like something someone on the internet drew like a joke on or something like first. Like I couldn't fathom like it was like an editor no. did this. Like Marvel makes so many good movies. You're clearly, There's no way. You're I don't think they did. I'm sure it was Empire Magazine like editorialized. Well they were allowed to do that? Yeah. I mean they give them the shots, like, hey, you run these and they probably paid for it. So I bet there's going to be a lot less of that happening. <laughs> it's insane. Like, what the fuck? Why would you put me out on there? Like, how degrading to him? Like, he's not a joke character. It's not like this is Ant-Man where it's just like, I'm Ant-Man. It's like, no, the proud king of a fucking nation. This is ridiculous. Was the editor for Empire Magazine. I'm far away the most important black character who's going to be in a superhero movie and don't even try to push Cyborg on me because you only put him into Justice League because he is black. Like the editor for Empire Magazine came into work that morning. It's like, sir, you have 275 new messages. Like, that's a little high. Who are most of them from? Mm, angry black people. That's... Alright. And about 10 from Disney that says... Put down your fucking coffee and call me. <laughs> yeah, read to answer this damn phone call. <laughs> that's crazy. I haven't even seen the pictures, <laughs> but that sounds ridiculous. Have you seen? Uh, you haven't seen the the actual cover of it? No, I heard them talk about it on Fat Man on Batman. All right, right, let me see Empires. And that's when the black guy. It was like, first of all, very back of the bus. Why is he in the back of this shot? It this is, is like, supposed to be like his introduction or one of his introductions to everybody. Empire Civil War cover. I guess I'm a Marvel. Maybe it may not be Empire. It's one of the, one of those ones I believe. But follow me. Oh, sorry, EW cover. That's who it was. Entertainment. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's not sim. It's not uh, Empire. But that's a huge magazine. Yeah, I mean Empire is too, and no magazine should have done it. Period. Uh, where you get like a shot. I get it, like the notion of like back of the bus. I mean, I get it makes sense to have those two at the front, so they're the focal ones. We already know that. But look at that. Yeah, yeah. That, like, that's so weird. weird. It's just like, so wow. it's the cover. Yeah, that's the cover of it. That's the actual cover. Like <laughs> it's such a tiny meow too. Like meow. <laughs> like I, when I saw it, I assumed it was someone on the internet making a joke. But it's like no, that's the actual cover. That's weird. and that's the thing. The biggest Marvel movie yet introduces Black Panther. He's tall, powerful, and has claws that a real housewife would envy. And that's so terrible. Like, what the fuck. <laughs> Like you're building them up. Did on you the think cover. I wrote it at first? It really like if unless it had said like and he's just basically Marvel's Batman, I would have assumed. But yeah, that's like the next most degrading thing they could. I have haven't heard him. him talk. Is he gay as hell? Like, <laughs> are you like let's kill two minority stones, <laughs> two minority <laughs> birds with one stone? You're gonna say like clearly the cover's trying to make a big deal out of the fact that Black Panther's there, and that's the big thing they really have is they're like this is the issue. Look, everyone's first, the same height, even though Robert first, Downey Jr. is definitely the short guy in that group. And it's the first real image of Black Panther in his costume. All things are equal. The these movie. guys are supposed. You know, these guys are all on the same footing. And you could easily do it, like Captain America, then crop Black Panther in there, and you could crop Tony Stark in it. So it's like shoulder to shoulder, shoulder. But like you're like, clearly this way they're doing it here overlays both on him. So and let's like be honest, they're important. both without their masks, so it's all they already draw the eye. Yeah. So you could easily like just put them as like three people side to side by side. Yeah. Like they were all standing one behind the other or something like that. But like not just that. Not that you just put them in the back. The meow is ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's so silly. What are you doing? How long before you figured out like, oh wait, this was the official cover? <laughs> it's like there was an article that was just uh, there was just um don't worry, everybody. This cat's got claws. Yeah, there was just something that got like released. Like, why the fuck would they... Did EW do this, essentially? And I was like, oh, wait, that was a decision from them? Like, that's just absurd. Oh, uh, let me see. I want to actually find, like, the full shot of him. Like, this is the shot they, like, are promoing through... 
like the magazine, mm-hmm. and it's like a cool shot of him. Like no yeah, fucking, it's a cool shot. No meow anywhere, or anything <laughs> like that. I don't know why they do it on the, the cover. The claws look intimidating without making reference to, like, catty women. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, to be like, and he's got a necklace that a pawn star would love to die to have, would kill to own. Is he being played by Eva Longoria? Yeah, you'd think that from the cover. Like, it's going to be, like, a slutty outfit, like, halfway through, he just takes off, like, a couple layers of it's it. It's appless. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cutoff. It, yeah, no, it's, I couldn't believe it when i saw it i tried to pretend it didn't exist for a while but it is like an absurd like goofy way of trying to i guess it's to sell issues maybe there'll be like women will pick it up and be like oh meow maybe it's a cute hero or something i don't know maybe because you see both the uh captain america and iron man are both maskless so it's like hey here's some gorgeous guys and ooh, this catty superhero don't get on her bad side well they did the same kind of cover for when they did the age of ultron let me see if i can actually pull up the age of ultron cover because i feel like that wasn't much different but it didn't have like a joke on it god bless the internet age of ultron cover feels like the same sort of thing. Like, yeah, here's Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and a ro- and an Ultron robot behind them. At the time, people were like thinking maybe that's Ultron, that it just was one of his drones. But like, see, there's like no silly joke to it. It's like, one- oh wait, no, one of them is. Hold on, wait. Oh, sorry, there is a robot in the background saying Domo Origato. So maybe that's just an e-entertainment thing. Oh, okay. Where they put a joke on it or For something. just the online version? Because I don't, I mean, I don't look that closely at their covers, but I don't... Uh, maybe it is something they do, or maybe it's only for Like comics. a Where's Waldo thing? Like, see if you can find it? <laughs> it's like the... Oh, is it like the needle in the every issue of, like, Countryside Magazine? Yeah. There was always, like, a needle somewhere in the issue. Oh, it was so annoying. Grandma would... Oh, like, Grandma told me, and I guess it was just because it was a game, and it was at a time where there wasn't internet readily available at your fingertips. It's been hours looking at this fucking magazine trying to find a needle somewhere. About articles about, like, farms out in fucking vermont yeah but it's like the same sort of shot too where it's like robert downey jr chris evans and something behind them yeah i don't know bit <laughs> bit, bit sad i feel like if chris if you had an enemy list just like welcome to it entertainment weekly i mean thanks for the cool shot of uh you know uh fucking black black panther i'm so trying to convince black. mikey that this guy's a big deal and <laughs> you're coming in here with this uh yeah, I'm trying. Let me let me actually look up what else might be coming out that year. 2016 geek movies, I guess. Let me try that because I want to get every fucking movie that's coming out. The big blast, big blockbusters of 2016. I was loading up anything you wanted. To, anything was on your mind? Yeah, like actually, we can decide if you want to cut this. Uh, oh God, I may have to cut something. You're not going to use the N word, are you? No, I'm okay. just going to sprinkle it on at the very end. It'll be so casual, you'll be like, oh, I didn't even notice. Mikey I didn't said even, the it was for, so great. It was for really, two minutes it's solid. It's a great thought. Oh, uh, let's see here. King Arthur movies? What? Oof, that sounds horrendous. Warner Brothers is looking to start like a King Arthur movie franchise? Warcraft, that was the other one I was trying oh. to think of. So, Have you seen a Warcraft trailer yet? No. Alright, let me pull that up for you. And it's, well, Get this and like. So this is the bat, the toilet in Terry's downstairs, like the one right next to the front door. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> so, like that got me thinking: Is Terry just taking explosive giant dumps downstairs? I guess she's got a bathroom up by her bedroom, so maybe you don't want to no, take him uses, there. She uses that one, I thought. 
exclusively. So this explodes, like all this poop Terry's, matter. Terry's <laughs> a Rachel, but with a little bit of Monica. And Monica would clean her own bathroom afterwards, like if she took a dump that bad. But I she didn't Terry hasn't noticed it since she's moved in that there's like poop. Who would have taken a dump down there? Old poop smattered. <laughs> like, Who would have taken a dump down there, I guess? I guess maybe that's the toilet she maybe, makes company use. Maybe one of her friends. Is this what like starts Terry like going on a witch? Like Terry right now is listening. is like going into her bathroom there and like, what's this? Look, lifts up like, ew! And it's immediately a witch hunt between her friends to be like, which one of her friends stopped by, took a huge dump down there, didn't tell her that it was like explosively messy. Just yeah. left. I mean, I've taken some bad dumps in my time, but like, like, because this is literally underneath the toilet seat. So like, you, you were sitting on the it, toilet I'm, seat. I'm looking at a photo here, just to describe it though. It's a shot. I mean, you must have peed uh, or yeah. going to, so you lifted up the toilet seat and like underneath there's like shit marks like, <laughs> like skid marks essentially underneath the toilet seat <laughs> yeah like what how does that happen maybe all right best case scenario and it's a horrifying and right, thought and to right think, there too like on the side of the bowl where the seat should have stopped anything from like it landing. yeah like best case scenario maybe it just never was cleaned from the last apartment and nobody in terry's life caused that but <laughs> Otherwise, I'd definitely be like, who did this? Because I will tell you right now, I've yet to take a dump at Terry's place. I haven't either. So, Oh, if I had even taken one, and I was even sort of like sus- suspicious about it, I would not have showed you this picture. Yeah. Like, maybe that was me. Uh, I did forget, yeah. The jungle like Homer book. in the phone bill. Like, what are, who made all these phone calls quiet? Might have been you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jungle Book. I forgot there is one of those coming out. Bill Murray's Baloo. How is that not bad? I feel like Terry's he... definitely going to want to see that. I would love to think more of him. He's had some turkeys, unfortunately. Well, he does do some random things, but... I think his last movie was... It's like, still a biggest, Disney movie, right? The biggest dump of the... Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Friday the 13th. With what the Rock the Casbah one? Yeah, I thought I heard that. I know it made, like, no money. I thought I heard it was also more expensive to film than you'd imagine. Oh, it really? cost the money. Did they actually film it in the Middle East? Why wouldn't you just do it in Arizona? Uh, another fucking... Wonderland movie, which probably is gonna be super duper poopy. Uh, TMNT two, Conjuring two. Some How are heart. these blockbusters? Now you see me. What the fuck? With Woody Harrelson and now a you see ridiculous me the second act with a ridiculous hat. Uh, Uncharted that- in the movie. Okay. Central Intelligence, Finding Dory, I guess one. Independence uh, Day 2. I think a trailer for that just came out if you want to oh, see really? that too. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd be kind of curious. Alright, well, we'll pause this real quick. I'm going to show him uh, Independence Day and we'll, we'll come back. Alright, so we just watched the trailer for Independence Day <clears throat> Resurgence. Independence Day 2 Resurgence. Will Smith not in it? No. Okay. I think he's he's kind of bowed out of most of those. Um, Jeff Goldblum's in it, though. And I guess he'll be kind of... But like he did Men in Black 3. <laughs> and they talk about doing a Men in Black 4. But I think like they're things like maybe an all female men in black or oh. something like that. Like they're like I mean they could definitely the way it ended the third one ended they could definitely jump onto a new group of people. Whoever, yeah. Um, but he's Jeff Goldblum's in it, uh, and it looks like Liam Hemsworth is going to be kind of like his side partner. It's great they replaced the one person minority with like as white bread a person as they could have, with the safer love option from fucking <laughs> the Hunger Games movies. Which is pretty much the only reason I know him. That being the younger brother of Thor. When did the first Independence Day? Was that like 97? 96, 97, around that time frame, yeah. 
So you were like five. I was a kid. I remember seeing Independence Day. Yeah, we saw it in the drive-in. Yeah, we saw it in the big drive-in. One That's of the pretty sweet. I remember seeing it in there. Yeah, it was pretty pretty pep back then. The first one when it came out, it was like these special effects are mind blowing. Like, They'll never they, get better than this. Everyone knew the story was going to be pretty riddle snaky, and it was. Yeah, like when you think back on it, it's pretty silly. Like, oh, we just put a computer virus in. Like these yeah, aliens we, that have millions of years technology ahead of us just couldn't. <laughs> and we just put it in. Couldn't one. deal with us putting like a contaminated Miss Pac Man into the <laughs> computer system. <laughs> and it destroyed all of their ships, <laughs> yeah. like in unison. Everybody, because <laughs> they had twenty of them. It was, uh, who was the guy who played, like, the big drunk in the movie, too? Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid, who's... The goofy cousin from National Lampoon's, who, who, yeah. Since then has become completely insane. Like, he definitely... He's trying to tell, like, the world that the government's chasing him or something like that, and I think they are, because he's worse than... pay taxes in years. He's the worst. He's definitely crazier than the guy from Empire. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Terrence Howard. He's at least still rational enough to know he has to pay taxes. Yeah, and Terrence Howard, some people could be like, maybe it's like a Joaquin Phoenix. Like, he's he's trying, he's, he's, he's pretending to be insane to get people watching his show. I don't know why you need to. It's the most popular fucking thing on television. That's how Walking Dead, but... Um, it seems like, like he probably be. got excited when he heard there was an Independence Day 2 waiting for his phone to ring. And it's like, you, like, you died. died. <laughs> like, we're not bringing you it was back. A, I don't think anyone noticed. It was a, it was like one of the biggest scenes in the movie, is you dying in the ship blowing up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you redeeming yourself to then die. From I parachuted yeah. out afterwards. <laughs> parachuted. Out of the alien ship explosion. Yes. And you, even if you did... Barely... Not even sure if you were actually sober in the moment. <laughs> even if you were parachuting down, this giant wreckage of a ship coming down over you. I rode them down. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> yeah, I've actually... I got a scene... I got a couple storyboards I want to show you about how... You'll cut to it at the beginning so that way viewers aren't confused. It's just like a shot of him riding, like surfing a piece of metal Before down. Before you get my minute <laughs> backstory of what I've been up to. But, uh, I mean, this the graphics look crazy. It'll definitely be a Redbox pick. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't mind seeing it at some point. It's tough, because it's one of those movies I'm like, I definitely didn't want a sequel. I yeah, never I definitely didn't care. I never would have said, like, the wow, story- what a great, like, I'll, you know, seems interesting, but I never in a million years would have been like, we definitely need a sequel. You told a story. A yeah, you told a good story. Well, it didn't tell a good story. You tell a story that was well, okay at the time. And you tell a story that had an end, yeah, definitely. Like, it, it wasn't, like... I definitely wasn't like, I wonder what happens when the main... F- they didn't tease a sequel or anything like that at the end. At the end, humans beat the aliens. Let's keep on... The president lives. hugs his daughter, must quietly whisper into her ear like, Oh, by the way, your mom's dead. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be eating a lot more. Did she die fighting the aliens? No, she died evacuating the White House and deciding she needed to go back for curtains or something ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, it was something like silly like that. Like the cat! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... There's an alien... And like... Phew, and then you just see the cat running out. Like, this is as decent as a warning as we can get from an alien invading force. This literally like countdown, like the whole ship's glowing in a countdown formation. Like we <laughs> like gotta above go above the white. Yeah, you're not gonna get a couple extra minutes because you're like, oh, shower curtains. And we've had hours. Why are we still here at all? <laughs> Why? What were? You, I'm the president. I obviously am in meetings. What were you doing <laughs> these past few hours? If you're still needing to pack, I have to pack. We have a thousand people that'll do that for we us. We have a million. Do- we're <laughs> Go, everything we own is supplied to us by the government yeah. at this point. You can get new curtains. Yeah. Little cat. Yeah, uh, I, I'd check it out at some point, but not like a crazy first day pick. But I want to, real quick, I'm going to pause again. I want to show you the trailer for Warcraft. Holy shit. 
Alright, so we just watched the trailer then for Warcraft as well. Haven't played any of the games, but I, I'm familiar with the general storyline. Could not be less interested in seeing that movie. <laughs> it looks terrible. It doesn't necessarily look terrible. It just looks so uninteresting. Like, it's weird. Warcraft has... I've never played the Warcraft uh, strategy games, but I played World of Warcraft for a good portion of time, and I have a lot of friends who played it basically since it came out, so they know a lot of the lore, and they told me it. Warcraft has so many cool villains. Like, there's Deathwing, like this embodiment of death that's just this enormous black dragon that just rains fire across the world, like, mm-hmm. never-ending. Or, like, the Burning Legion, which is, like, an army of demons that exist in this horrifying dimension. They have antagonists. They could use the Lich King, this, like, demon, like, or the... A corrupted paladin who was correct, like, has this horrifying sword that just freezes people to death. Cool villains. Not using any of them. It's going for, like, the lamest, like, it's the two sides coming together. And there's no real... The antagonist is aggression and they're, war, really. Yeah, they're mutual distrust. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, ooh, this seems... Itch. I mean, the visually, it looks kind of cool. Like Narrow-mindedness is, yeah. the, is the real antagonist here. Prejudice is the true antagonist here. Yeah, at first I got excited because I was like, all right, the graphics are cool. Like, the orcs actually don't look silly. Like, a big, expensive video game movie that might actually work and maybe leaves the door open for, you know, Bioshock to get made or Fallout. Because their intention, I believe, for this is to make it a franchise. I I bet it's going to bomb. Maybe there's enough people playing where it's mildly lucrative. I can't imagine this thing makes a ton of money. If every person who plays the game watched the movie, it's... Still, probably wouldn't make its money back. Okay. Because there, and you played the game, and I'm going to assume you're not going to see this in theaters. There's very little chance I was going to ahead of time, unless the trailer blew me away, and it definitely didn't. So I'll be like, I'll like if I hear great things about it, maybe, but otherwise, definitely not. Because I think the the current active subscriber base is less than five million. And I'm oh, sure really? this movie cost more than like worldwide. Yeah. Wow, I feel I thought there I assumed there were so many more people playing this. It used to be a lot higher. It's jumped it's probably like lost its subscription count by half. I mean the game's been going for like fourteen years or eleven years now. Mm-hmm. So eventually like your player base just drops off and there's so much more competition. Wait, what did you market. think it was when that South Park episode came out? That was like two thousand five. I think it was around that time it was probably like fourteen million, something like that. It's still never been like in like the amount of money it's gonna cost to bring that back you definitely have to hit upon like a new audience essentially yeah. you have to hope that like regular theater goers go it for it and i don't know why if that's the case you wouldn't go with like it's almost like an avatar-ish plot yeah but at least an avatar you were also like well there's an antagonist i can look at or something like that or you know, and it looks humans were the I, bad guys like this it's like well the orcs have their own power structure and within that they're distrustful because they've come from draenor and they're trying to find sanctuary but Thrall, of course, from the, the Hellscream clan is going to be, you know, really kind of opening their eyes to the fact they can work with the humans, but of course the humans of Lothanar, and you're like, this is way too much information to be given. Yeah. Like, you just need to put some, some some sort of villain out there. Like, I'd almost rather them set it up like it's at the point where the world as it is, it's like divided into two factions, the Alliance and the Horde, and both of those are comprised of a couple different races. Like, the alliance like humans, dwarves, night elves, which are like purple elves essentially, <laughs> gnomes and werewolves or something like that. They added like a monster race to be like, oh, we'll make these guys a little creepy. And then the other side's like orcs, trolls, goblins, zombies. <clears throat> like you could just exist. Like the world's like that, but some antagonist will come, and it's like the, how it is in the games. Every time an antagonist comes around, the two sides have to join together to beat it. 
You know, May, I don't know, that. maybe there'll be another trailer, because that one definitely was like, two races unite, and I thought, okay, next, against <laughs> giant ice monsters. Against, against meanness. Uh, yeah, against small-mindedness. <laughs> yeah, I can't, it's not going to do well. Yeah, I, I definitely would be a little worried. There's got to be a lot of worried people. Uh-uh. I heard there was concern from the studio, but like, Deacon Jones, the guy directing, and I heard he's a big Warcraft fan. The guy playing, like the guy starring in it from Vikings or whatever, he's a big Warcraft fan. Like, oh, okay. They have a lot of people involved with it that are fans of the series, but it's just strange to me to go back to this point in the story, especially because at this point, those games, like the, the strategy games, where a lot of this story would be would have been developed in, are probably like twenty years old now. Oh, wow! Like the Warcraft game is eleven years old. And, mm-hmm. The World like, of Warcraft, World Warcraft game is 11 years old, so I don't know why you wouldn't at least try to go with something that and be kind of current. It's a know. shame. In a, in a an age where technology has made it so comic book movies and everything... are and culture can exist that, yeah. like, a geek... Like, if you had put this out in 2003, no one would have... Like, they'd have been like, what, it's a movie about orcs? It'd look like shit. Unless, yeah, unless but, this is... Unless you put Lord of the Rings presents Warcraft, I'm not gonna see this. Yeah. and But to still know, like, oh, okay, we're still putting terrible video game movies out. <laughs> Yeah, apparently there's an Uncharted movie coming out. It's it's a shame because like it's reached a point where game telling in and of itself has become so cinematic. You'd think you could just condense parts of a game together and make something out of it. but Maybe it's just where I am right now, but it's like, oh, I'd love to see like a franchise of Fallout movies. <laughs> something like that could work. Or it's... a good Bioshock movie could be amazing. Could be artsy, kind of noir... I feel like it's it's not it's a popular be crazy expensive, opinion, but I really? feel like the only video game movie that's ever worked for me has been the first Mortal Kombat movie. Like it's not yeah. a good <clears throat> movie necessarily, but it's a great Mortal Kombat movie. Like it yeah. captures the feeling of it without following it's like cheesy, a scene sure. plot. But that's what the <clears throat> games are too. Like a lot of silly, colorful characters, some hamminess to it. They did it on um, that podcast. How did this get made? Where they <clears throat> they watch bad movies and then kind of review on them, and they're like. This movie's terrible. It's hard to imagine anything worse than this. I was like, oh, then definitely don't watch Mortal Kombat 2, because yeah, that was well, just dog well, that shit. Was, that one was like, they're like, how do we shove more Mortal Kombat characters into this and just make it dumpier and lamer as it goes on? Cause hey, they, Christopher, you like Ermac, right? Yeah, sure. Well, I love playing as him. He's a great fighter. Like, well, he's going to be in this movie, and he's going to die without fighting a single person. <laughs> Was it him or Rain, I thought? Him and Rain both get just kind of like kicked er- into a pit without doing anything. I think Ermac lives to the end. Because it's, I know that it basically comes down to like four fights at the end. And like the villain's final four is like Shao Kahn, Sindel, uh, what, Mintaro, I think. Whatever the Minotaur is. Yeah. And, and then, then I think it's Ermac. Fanuke or Shanuk. No, Shanuk's one of the Elder Gods. The wind guy. But he's the main bad guy. Oh, Shao Kahn. No, Shao Kahn is his son. Okay, so he's one of the elder gods, like Raiden, like Shinook, or I don't know if it is Shinook or Fujin, something like that. Shinook is the elder god, like one of the bigger ones. Yeah, he's the one of wind. I think he is the main bad guy. Okay, and he's Shao Kahn's father in this. Yeah, but I remember Ermac's one of the ones in there. I think he fights like Sonya Blade. Like it's like like Sonya Blade, Jax, Liu Kang, and I think Raiden's in there as well somewhere. And it was like the final four. I was always like, what a weird spot for Ermac to be in, like. I can kind of understand Sindel. Like Mickey doiled supposed... his way in there. We're like, we didn't figure a better way yeah, to kill well, you off. Someone so. should have gotten rid of him. But it was such like, it was... Because the first one really only got the first game. Like, yeah. it was... I guess the only other person you could say wasn't technically in the first game, though he technically was, was Reptile. Mm-hmm. But then the movie after that was like, all right, we'll just get everyone from two and three in there. So it's like, we'll get Jade, 
Nightwolf, Ermac, <laughs> Rain, Jax. Like, it's like you're already, like, going off this list. You're, like, getting rid of a lot of characters. Just Johnny Cage. Like, oof. And he was probably the funnest yeah. part of the last movies. Oh, definitely. Like, just this, like, the perfect guy for it, too. Just, like, a complete pretty boy, but just, like, a cheesy shithead. The, the last character, like, the whole time, he's like, this place is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Kung Lao. Like, we'll bring all these guys in. And we don't have time to get to every, like, Sector and Cyrax. I think we're both in it. And, like, mm-hmm. we don't have time for everyone. Not the Raiden so from we'll, the first movie. Yeah, it's so we'll, we'll give cursiary mentions to Cy- or Sector or, or Striker and uh, Cabal. Like, they, they throw a mention, like, Earthrealm's warrior Striker and Cabal have fallen as well. You're like, oh, God. You probably intended to put them in the movie, too. <laughs> yeah. They're probably scenes filmed that you had to cut them. Yeah, at some point, somebody from the studio was like, this is ridiculous. This is absurd. Like, everyone from those games is essentially an Except I think Kintaro, like the other Goro, doesn't yeah. make it in. But that's a basically it. You're like, wow, this is so much, and no story intended for any. Like it's such garbage. It's it's the hard. A poor execution effects. of a sequel outside of maybe like Caddyshack Two is hard to come up with. <laughs> it was bad. I remember. I think I think that actually also has the record of being the first R-rated movie I saw because you took me to see it. Oh yeah. And I think it took some arguing for mom to get me to see it. And I think there was, like, a scene where, like, Jade fails them, and, like, a gargoyle from the wall, like, bites off the top of her corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you, like, came and like, don't tell mom that happened. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> there's just blood in the movie. It's all it Good to. fake it. We can guarantee mom is never going to sit through this movie. <laughs> yeah, but you can't tell her these things happen. Like, I remember her watching Beavis and Butthead, like, when I asked, like, can I watch that? And she's like, mm, I'm going to watch a couple episodes and I'll get back to you. And then she's like, no, you're absolutely not watching that show. <laughs> she would never have sat through Mortal Kombat 2. For yeah. 15 minutes, even, would be shocking. I think she would have watched it for the first five minutes, saw the guy playing Johnny Cage, who was an actor in a soap opera she loved, get oh, killed, yeah. and she'd have been like, fuck this! Horseshit! Horseshit! Garbage! Hot garbage! <laughs> and, because uh, I remember, do you remember uh, the Sega Genesis version of Mortal Kombat had a blood code in it? Yeah. You had to turn The on. first one. And her condition for us playing the game was like, you can't, like, I don't know how she must have learned about it, but she's like, you can't put in the blood code. Mm-hmm. That was her condition for letting us play that game. Yeah. It, mu- it must have been. Must I mean, have been I remember... Like, it like, must have been like a fucking uh, church board. You had to get it from like a magazine to find it and... Again, the age before the internet, you yeah. had to look it up and put it in to get the blood to activate on that kid. And, like, the coolest kid you knew was the kid that didn't even need to look it up. He's like, oh, I know how to do it, but He's I da 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 boom, blood code. Yeah, and uh, let me show you how to get to Reptile real quick. Like, oh, my God. And in retrospect, it's so goofy looking, like, just this, you know, it's all the same shade of blood. Like, like a bunch yeah. of pixels just flying out of you every time you get hit. Yeah, you get, like, you get, like, punched in the shin and, like, blood still shooting out of, like, yeah. your face. Like, you just got hit by a cinder block. The only thing they didn't use it for was the Sonya Blade nut shot. Yeah. It was a pretty sweet move. Didn't work on dudes. I was always very proud of the designers for that. Or Gore. Or, sorry, it didn't work on chicks. <laughs> it should have had to work on dudes. <laughs> didn't work on dudes. I guess it didn't work. A lot of things didn't work on Gore. Yeah, it was pretty... Like, freeze moves in. I don't think any special moves. It was really a pretty frustrating on. character. Yeah, and you definitely couldn't... Like hit him with more than one uppercut around. And you definitely like, couldn't. I've had enough of that. Boom! Yeah, you couldn't combo him for too long, or he just like slap you across the screen. He is... was so tough, and then Shang Tsung was such a pussy. Yeah, Shang Tsung was ridiculous as the boss of the first game. You're like, this dude blows, and then he became a regular character in the games afterwards. And the bosses they from souped there him on, up. Yeah, <laughs> the bosses from there on were like, okay, this dude's gonna Shang, the Shao Kong's going to kick your tits in. Like, oh no! Oh, it's so annoying. Whatever that yeah, last game where we would... couldn't beat him, every... I beat him, but. I think you never beat him by the end. I never beat him, and then I had you try it, and you probably tried it ten I, times. Yeah, I still could. And I never got like, even close. It was so hard, because you had to fight him with Raiden, who's not one of my good characters. 
and I'd spent like the entire time. I what I beat it was an absolute. Mind Two of his fun. best moves are the Superman, which you have to get so close to him to use. I think the way I did it, it was a complete buttfuck cheating way of basically <laughs> using his teleport, which was just like down up to get behind him. And then you do that, you do the, the flying move, hit him, and then just immediately teleport again before you just like hammer your face into fucking China. He was so tough. It's so unfair. It like, was such a bullshit. Like, uh, How do you suck all the fun out of this game? <laughs> at the very end, too, like, what was the great story for the Mortal Kombat franchise, too. It was essentially like a hard reboot for and it ended yeah. in such a cool way where like half the cast had been just completely killed yeah and, like, Raiden was really like going through some shit trying to convince Liu Kang like this needs to happen mm-hmm. like why won't you believe me <laughs> a great ending to it but that final fight is just such a fucking dick to get through <laughs> it's the definition of unfun <laughs> it's so absurd and you remember um, Knights of the Republic had like a fight similar to that. Like I could have proposed to Olivia Munn and she said yes and if I'd have played that for ten minutes, I'd have still been like life is just not. Like your day just gets shitty. Like I'd have a gun in my mouth. If you were to write in your journal that day, you'd be like, Dear journal, Mortal Kombat was fucking ridiculous. Shao Kahn, so tough, couldn't beat him, had Christopher try to, still couldn't. I just wanted to get Cyber Sub Zero. Awful day. Anyway, me and Olivia are gonna get married. Liv Liv said yes, who cares anymore? (laughs) Fuck it, whatever. She couldn't beat Shao Kahn either. Because just the groaning, like, oh, Like, one round, like, I hit him once. Yeah, like, <laughs> where you're like, oh, I used my super, he had a sliver of health, and just fucking knocked my face off, killed me, and now he has a super to start the round. Like, oh, this is just gonna... I beat Shao back. Kahn and Quan Chi in one, like, almost flawless, and this guy is just destroying me in ten seconds every time. He had some move, he had some with the hammer, like, where he'd just slam it down. That yeah. could hit you if you weren't jumping and just took, like, a third of your he health He could out. throw the hammer, too. That, I think maybe that, there was just one move that I remember took, like, a third of your health bar every And he had a trident, like, that and was energy blasted and... Uh, so fast. It was, oh, it was, it was brutal. And it started high and went diagonally. So it was almost impossible to like figure out like oh god is ducking like the worst thing I can do right now it's just gonna get me right in the and face I feel, and I feel like when you did that then it was like when he came in for like a like thrusting super kick to your yeah. jaw like ah oh that kick it was so dismissive like get out of the way you whore man <laughs> it was bro you remember in Night Zelda Republic 2 there was a fight where you had to play Atten and you had to fight these two Twilight chicks and like a oh bar. that sucked and it was a fight that to this day I think if you made me play it the only way I can beat it is to just I just glitched. I'd run around. That's how I beat it too. Over and over until they get stuck, and I just toss grenades at them until they die. And it was so annoying because like, basically like, the storyline is like your main, your player character has like been captured or put on a ship or something like that, and they attack your party while you're doing it. Just Atten for whatever reason, you have yeah. to play him. Then those two chicks show up on the ship Who's when you're just leaving. Not made for close combat situations, no, and not... they're both like <laughs> right. In your and face. you can make him a Jedi. And he, I did once. Like I like didn't go to that planet purposely. I made him a Jedi first. And I'm like, good. Now he's a Jedi. He'll kick their ass. Some reason they still kicked his tits in. You <laughs> fight them on the ship with your main character, and they're fucking jokes. Like yeah. it's, it's like beating them with your eyes closed. Like ping ping. <laughs> like this is horseshit. Oh, they're so tough. Yeah, I did it probably 10 or 15 times before I finally gl- one of them glitched and got stuck and I just had to keep running just like Liberace hands. the whole time in high heels <laughs> like don't hurt me from the other one while I was firebombing the, the stuck one it's uh, yeah it was pretty brutal like games like that make me wonder I'm like why did I still play for so long <laughs> why would you do this so long I paid for this this was a pretty dis- that whole game was such a disappointment Knights of Republic 2 like, I like a weird Ra- ending yeah. to it like 
Scion and I was so happy. Cool. Like Nyla, yeah, they're so cool at the beginning. And then Nihilus is like, oh, my girlfriend Padawan <laughs> disconnected her use of the Force, and now I'm upset and I'm not as strong. <laughs> Let me see if I can and actually... You just ate a planet! I'm actually going to see if I can find the old KOTOR 2 trailer and just watch it real quick, just to be like... Remember how exciting it was, too? Like, last time, there was one Sith Lord. Doo, doo, I didn't play doo, it. The second one was the first one I played. Because the trailer got me into it. And then, uh, like, it just looked like they had two absurd fucking, uh, like, antagonists to it. You're just like, oh, this is going to be so tense. Yeah, I'm like a small Galactus, but I'm a Sith. <laughs> and I feed off entire planets at my leisure. Yeah, you're like, this looks absurd. And the other guy, I just get stronger as you heard me. <laughs> so, on. Right, I'm going to pause right here, and we'll be back in just a moment. Right, so we just watched Koto again. After you told a terrifying story of peeing in a yacht, Ilzy's gross. I had to go so badly. I'm almost taking a dump, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely not 100% certain. You know. Anyways, I feel like if this wasn't already a long podcast and went deep into the Star Wars talk, I'd be making a much bigger deal about <laughs> this. But it's always so much time in the day. No, it was a cool trailer. I mean, it looks lame kind of now, seeing graphics as they yeah. were then, but... Like a cool, like tense trailer. Like a evil's really taken over. No matter what, no matter. It's what only like a few years one. after the first one. Like oh, so that didn't help, I guess. Yeah, because I think the canon ending to the first one is that your Revan was a light side Jedi and a dude. Yeah. And no matter what, I guess like those story went that he did destroy We're the Star looking Forge. for the real Sith. Yeah, he disappeared, and because that the Jedi Order kind of crumbled, the Sith Lords are pulled in and are now just destroying what's left and it's like it's two huge new yeah. Sith and without lords. Malak keeping the other Sith Lords at bay and yeah that was it Malak isn't around to kind of hold the dark side as one collective force it's like two new ones Darth Sion and Darth uh, Nihilus training on Malakor 5 yeah and Darth Sion's just like this like corpse looking motherfucker like covered in scars yeah. all over himself Nihilus is just this like cloak in black with like a white skull mask kind of thing both looked so cool and are kind of cool until you get to the end. You're like, oh, they're both so queefy. Like, Nihilus is just like, I'm like a void in the force and I'm shy and you've killed me because you're better. <laughs> and then Scion's just like, oh, you're so much cooler. Just kill me even though I can't die. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. two dudes who just kind of... Kratos really, doesn't love me. Bah! Yeah, it was like two dudes who really kind of came in super lame at the end. You're like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Uh, and that's just an end. It's so confusing. Because they cut a lot of content out. Remember, it's like... Don't... I thought you go to follow Revan. Well, no. What I mean is, like, essentially, you, like, get to the end, and it's like, no matter what you do, even if you're light side, you kill all the Jedi Masters who are still left, which was a super big bummer for me. And, like, I bothered keeping Master Veruk alive, shitting on me the whole time just so he could die here anyway. Like, <laughs> I try taking the high road, and he still dies. It sucks. Then you immediately have to go to Malakor 5. Yeah, I didn't become an oonce in that one fight against the bounty hunters on Dantooine. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't just tell those bounty hunters, like, I'll kill the shit out of Rook. Instead, I took the high road, like, I'm going to fight you, bad guys, and just watch the fuck my corpse eight times over. That <laughs> was so, so I great. finally managed to get through it. Oh, I love it. You're like, how many dark side points do I get for this? It's so many. Because the promise you make to them isn't even just like, I'll make sure Veruk gets what's coming to him. It's like, I'll sabotage the entire Dantooine settlement. <laughs> I'm going to burn some orphanages down to make sure it's easier for you guys to get in. Like, yeah, it's oh, rough. It's it's, it's, it's a, a lot of dark side points. <laughs> it's a lot of evil decisions you have to go with. But, like, you go to Malachor 5, and, like, you go through trying to find it, and it's like, 
Hanar goes out to like hunt you down, and then Mira, if you have her, goes to find him, and then like Goto or like the little robot that Baldor had goes out to like oh, turn yeah. on like the mass shadow generator or something like that. Daisy, and then Godo comes out to like stop him, and that doesn't really get resolved. No. And the entire time you're like just like going through aimless hallways. And fighting. he turned out to be a robot too, Goto. Like even yeah. him was like just a robot. It was robot. supposed to be like it was like a mini death star. like a pain you get is like a mini black death star that follows yeah. you around and it's supposedly like a droid controlled by like essentially like, it's like It looks like the torture shack. droid they had in the first the very first Star yeah. Wars is like a big floating black ball. And it's like supposed to be this dude who's essentially like a shadow agent or something like that, like this rich, powerful guy who's like kind of operating behind the scenes, and he just uses the robot as his interaction point. But you like eventually find out he's a robot too. Yeah, and there's no way to get any influence over him. Like every answer you give him is like he's wrong. Kinda like sh- <laughs> yeah, he's kind of shady towards you no matter what. It was a game that had like a very specific mindset it was going with too, because it was such a weird storytelling kind of narrative to it like there's that entire scene when you go to Corbon where you go through like a dream sequence and it has that weird scene where all your companions surround you and just start going apathy is death apathy oh, is yeah. death apathy is death that's right and it's just like a strange totally like stop riding the fence you big queen pick a side yeah well I'm M I'm light side they're like you can't be light side because you're a void in the force and you kill everything that exists it's like oh this is so weird and it's like I'm definitely dark side I've murdered so many people for just a few shekels yeah <laughs> for not so a little lot. money <laughs> often you get more for being good and getting yeah. rewarded than you get for just being a little evil, bit more it. work though <laughs> Just a teeny bit. Yeah, sometimes you have to walk to two different people instead of just one. So bothered. When I can just kill this guy yeah. and take his Cossack <laughs> coins or whatever his, they his are. Sock deck. <laughs> yeah, give me that. Sell that. Let's see him suck and throw it over a cliff. Just gotta play with this authority. <laughs> like, oh, could you not do that right in my face? Uh, and then you fought, like, uh, Kreia. And you revealed herself yeah. as, like, Darth Tyrus or something like that. And she's almost impossible. If you specialized in the force, yeah, because like she lightsaber, she's not it. too bad, but but I remember she has like basically like three floating lightsabers that come out to fight you as well. Oh, it's and, horrendous! And you had to like you had to like have that form that basically like deflected attacks, otherwise the lightsabers would just it's tear your poop. It's terrifying. It's not. It was not good. It's a good fight though. Like it was a fun yeah. fight. You beat her, and then it's this weird scene where the two of you just sit there in the battlefield talking, and she just tells you the future of all your companions, and then she's like. Not latest, unless not you, like that you throw her down a cliff or something. You know? Unless you do what I did, which I was like, I bet this is where it's like, yeah, it prompts you like ask her about your companions or just kick her in the <laughs> kick her into the pit. And I was like, that's probably a lot of dark side points could do. Shit. It's like, oh, you don't get any resolution yeah, on any like, of your storylines. Yeah, you just you found out nothing from that. <laughs> but I remember like the companions were weird too. Like Baldor was just this quiet dude, and they're like. Something strange about him. He's seen a lot. It's like, like Father Gabriel in Walking Dead. Like he's just like there's so much I don't care about this guy, yeah. but he's it's like just the it's weird because the first game had very distinct characters in it. Like you know you got your kind of queefy main character Espy and uh, what was his name? Candor. Uh, what the fuck was Karth? Karthanasi. Karthanasi. Yeah. And like the British Jedi chick, like your heroine figure, and then it was like. I'm the Wookiee. Bastilla. Bastilla. Yeah, I'm like the runaway street kid in Mission. Candor. It's like, I'm a, you know, I'm your kind of evilish companion. I'm the dude who will stay with you when you go dark side, essentially. You got cocaine. Yeah, I'm the guy you can absolutely depend on because I'm Mandalorian and and fuck everybody. (laughs) But there was so little, like, it was so, like, almost like gray neutral in the next game where it's like, 
I'm Hanar. I don't like you. I'm a Wookiee. I'm forced to serve as life debt. But every chance I get, I'm plotting to kill you. And I'm going to tell you this, and you just have to accept it's like such a weird group of characters. Like, nobody really likes you. Yeah. Everyone's kind of just like going with the flow. It's just a dark, like, weird game. Yeah. Like, Bendo is like the biggest thorn in your side in the first one. Yeah. Just because he's always like, mm, I don't know about this. Because he's also trying to instruct, like, his whole point was kind of being like the light side, the dark side extremes, both are kind of fucked up. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I love the Jedi, but their rules about passion and love are fucking ridiculous and archaic and i was doing fine alone (laughs) at the swamp by myself until you came in and you went super evil and now (laughs) now you have to kill me on this roof you literally (laughs) broke every single promise you made me it's like the hardest thing for me to watch and i sat there and i was like "Mm, black cloak red lightsaber this is uh... why did you think this came out of nowhere I've just been dressing like fucking Revan for the past three days. You should have killed me before we I stranded you out in the middle of this planet. Yeah, remember when we went to that fucking Manon and your friend was on trial and I I let him get sentenced to death for 20 credits? That was the time to take That's when you should have realized something was off. you would have found a lot of allies on that planet. <laughs> <laughs> Those fish people were not happy when I destroyed their entire economy. Liars, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking fish people. Uh, I was going to... No, it's it's the hardest thing to watch you because I had to watch you kill Jolie. Because if you go evil, he is not cool with it. He fights you on no matter He's what. He's not as tough as you think, and it's so <laughs> especially sad. when your companions are shooting him. It's so brutal. Watch that. The only thing that's worse if you ever played Mass Effect Two, that like the big thing is like the suicide run, which all of your companions are at, like risk of dying in, depending on like what factors go into it. And there's one way I've like you know it exists out there that you can have a run that goes through where the only person who makes it out is Shepard. Everyone else dies in the fight. And I watched someone do a run of that. And there's the scene where you're going through like the collector base and the swarms coming around. And what a long holding, cinematic. Someone's holding on the bio, the uh, the shield. And if you don't pick the right person, what happens is the shield fails like right before you get to the door, and the swarm carries off one of them. And the swarm carried off Grunt. So it's him like. Like Shepard, it's like, like you like grunt, and it's just him being carried off by this one. Like Shepard, it's yeah. so sad. I was like, I can't watch anymore because it's so miserable. That happened on one of mine because I picked like the hot blue chick. She's like, I'm not great at this. But okay, because <laughs> you're trying to fuck me, so I guess you're gonna love me. I'm not great at this. <laughs> like she all but tells you like it's, it's not like, a good idea. Isn't to pick like Miranda? Me. I think is. I think it is. Yeah. She like Miranda all but can. tells you like it's not a good idea to pick me because there's only two. I think it's like Jack and. The sorry chick are the ones who can do it with the Justicar because they're like pure biotics. But Rand is like, I have biotics. It's not my you have strong the Justicar. <laughs> like I think, I think the way it goes is Miranda in the conversation. But you have the like, option of like you can do it yourself. Like oh, it's a good guy answer, and she's gonna shine. There's like a conversation option where it's like uh, you're in the room, and she's like, anyone with biotics can technically do it. And then someone chimes in like, but you want to make sure you have someone who's very strong bionics. Like, and there's people like two people they've noted throughout the game are crazy strong bionics. And you're still like, eh, I want to make sure my girlfriend feels like she's part yeah. of the team. She's so hot. <laughs> and yeah, I want to stand behind that the whole time. I wish I could watch you like go back in time. I did the same own. thing with the hacking mission because it's yeah, like yeah, it's either Jacob or the blue chick. It's Tally's good at it or Legion's good at it. And I think later on, and Jacob's you, okay at it. If you get the DLC, <laughs> I said Jacob. Yeah, essentially, there's char- like there's a ton of characters you can send because like anyone who's a tech expert should be able to go in there. So anybody who has t- any technical skill, whatever, is an option. So like Garrus is in there. It's going to be another one of Terry's least Jake, favorite yeah, podcasts. Like, it's so long. And the only part you talked about me on was calling me a whore and that my toilet has shit stains on it. 
Hey, one of those is a fact, Terry. <laughs> it's a shit state one. one. It's the one I brought up. Uh, but, yeah, you could pick any one of them, and if you pick the wrong one, no matter what, somebody died, and there were so many factors like that. It was a great game for that. Like, it was awesome to see everyone. Yeah, Jacob story. dies. He's like, sort of. Takes getting... a rocket to the face, too. It's so horrifying. And still doesn't pull off the, the, the move completely. Yeah, so. he's still, it's like, it's rushing to close the door. Like, oh, God, oh, God, slam. And then you just have to leave his body behind. Never and, gonna get that drink. <laughs> yeah, we never. <laughs> Jacob, man, when are we gonna record that album together? Like you uh, said, we were going to. Well, we played basketball on the moon. We told you I wasn't great at hacking. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed you said I was brisate at hacking. <laughs> I missed some words. I thought it was your lingo, your streaked words. You know. Well, anyway, I'll paint my side of the story, which yeah. would be very <laughs> Abraham Lincoln anyway, version. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, when I tell my version of the story, you were doing great, but you stopped to. Uh, bang a couple of white chicks on Tinder or yeah. uh, so, you yeah. had to stop to watch a couple episodes of Empire the new episode was on you had to set your DVR you were illegally downloading like a Wiz Khalifa album <laughs> and things happen it's what you gotta do but if I I'm ever there was a <laughs> tell my mom I loved her what's her name yeah I'm sure I'll get it yeah, I don't remember this totally there were options you had to buy ship upgrades because when you go into the collector base, there's defenses, and if you didn't get the ship upgrades for everyone you didn't, someone as died. I found out, and you didn't get any of them. And your first story, like your first run into it, three party members died, and it was like in a row, like Garrus, Legion, Jack, like three of your favorite party members just ate shit. In and a Morton row. died too. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was rough. brutal. Like, he got like crushed by a pillar. <laughs> It was like you made it to the collector base and half your team was dead already. Like, like a piece of ship, like the bridge just <laughs> fell off and crushed him. And he's like, Shepard, why? <laughs> I told you to upgrade the shields. It's like, it shouldn't have happened. Shields should have been upgraded. I hate you. Uh. <laughs> Warned you so much. Sang you a song about it. Yeah, the whole time you're sitting there, I was like, should I do this? You're like, mm, you can see. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, it's up to you, Commander Shepard, to make your decision. You definitely can do it. Yeah, it's an option, you know. We'll see what happens. Maybe it means nothing. <laughs> like three characters died in a row. And you're like, I'm going to reset and buy those upgrades real quick. All great characters, too. Like, yeah, it wasn't like, oh, no, Samara, Tally, and uh, fucking Zaid, the DLC character, who has yeah. very few lines. Like, like, it was like oh, that's fine. Three major characters in a row. Like, oh, oh people I really wanted to, like, show this moment with at the end of the game yeah <laughs> like, like, if it had been like Samara Jacob and I'm trying to think like, who's another like maybe like uh, Miranda I guess you would dig Miranda like Jacob Samara and Tali like in a row you're like we can let's keep going yeah. they would want us to keep going but the moment it's like oh Jack my cool like tattooed anarchist chick Garrus my like loyal cop buddy <laughs> <laughs> like Thane my cool like Secret assassin, Legion, my awesome robot. My inner circle of people. <laughs> like your Illuminati, essentially. Like, oh, this sucks. Like, whole Cabal's dead. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'll start a new one up. I don't like our name! Like, oh, Tali, you're making us annoying really quick. It's not where we have to get back to the flotella. We're not going back to the flotella. <laughs> but they need the... Without us, they'll be lost. Oh, fuck your people. They're, they're annoying. They're, yeah, the... They're Boys annoying and suck. super Middle Eastern-y. And... Super gypsy. <laughs> yeah. So annoying. Your face isn't even cool. You don't show me it during the course of the games. Yeah. It's super lame. You have hot bodies for, like, ins- all of you have, Absurdly, like, insanely hot like, bodies. Yeah, absurd, but... like, supermodel physiques. Like, perfect giant hips and huge tits. These weird masks. Like, even, like, Despite I'm 97! The... Like, why is your body just righteous? Yeah, <laughs> righteous body. Despite the fact anytime I talk to you about anything you bitch about how hard it is to exist in this fucking mask and suit thing. Yeah. 
Good franchise, though. Anyways, that was the hilarious part. Yes, I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, do you want uh, anything else want to bring up? I was, I was almost going to bring up my birthday and birthdays past, but I feel like we've, we've gone on enough. Yeah, it's been a long one. I got a couple things. We'll save it for next time. Okay, so we'll catch you guys next time. Super Larios Brothers Podcast. Real George. Show me that smile again.